to Yin and Young, the podcast. Today it's just gonna be Yin, myself, uh, no, Young. Young's my middle name. And Yin is uh, Dan, it won't be joining us today. Uh, but I'm here with uh, Tiger Shu. Yes, yes, sir. Sorry, guys, you're, you're stuck with me today. No, Dan, just a uh, lousy old Tiger oh, Shu. <laughs> no, no, I am excited for this. Uh, we've been trying to text and put this yeah, together man, for yeah. a bit. Yeah, it's been a while, right? So, when's the last time? We did that. I don't, are we even going to talk about what we did? I don't even know, but we sure. did like a we little. Should, we should just talk about we it. We did right? like a little promo for yeah. um, a major studio. Yeah, it's. Ooh, I don't know. But yeah, there was some. Uh, let's just say if you like Jurassic Park, you're going to like what we did. Uh, it's if very you, coded, yeah. Yeah, or if you like historical period drama action films. If you like, if you like really well known walls that are not Donald Trump and immigration related. Well, I guess it was the original was, immigration rule, right? Well, it's more like anti-barbarian. Uh, wow, wow, you really just <laughs> you really just uh, censored and uh, cleansed that anti-barbarian. An anti-barbarian wall. Wow. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, you really um, sanitized some of our our history there, didn't yeah, you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But anyway, yeah, so we uh we met, yeah, that was was that in November? We met or, no, no, we kind of been all the way November, like maybe earlier this year, right? That was earlier. Oh wait, no. Was wait. it 2017 or 18? No, it was this year. It had to be like I think it was like February. Mm, yeah, 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 yeah. Wow, and it's yes. already fuck. It's already. Oh, can I curse on yeah, this? Yeah, you okay, totally sorry. Curse on this fucking show, all right, yeah. all right, awesome shit. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. So wow, it's already what June now. I guess it wasn't that long ago, but it seems like it. It is one of those things that doesn't seem that long ago, but I know right. it was, wasn't like yesterday, you know. Right, right, right. Yeah. Um. Anyway, it was no. That was a fun. So, so this is basically this is how I remember it. Correct me if I'm wrong. So we, uh, I think you guys were t you and you and uh, can we say can I say your homie's name, Edmund? Yeah. yeah I mean, is he a public figure? <laughs> uh, I think so. He's the Chinese Matt Damon. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I, wait, where did he get that? Did you give him that? No. Look at him. That's how. I mean, just anyway. If you, if you, I won't say any you know full names, but let's just say this for those listening. If you ever meet him, yeah. That is the first thing you will notice. He and, and in a good way, I guess. He's oh, yeah. markedly handsome guy, jacked in shape, but yeah, yeah, yeah. he looks like the Chinese Matt Damon. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And he's got Or that Matt shape. Damon looks like the white Edmund. Maybe that's We should yeah. probably say that, yeah. Yeah, I think that's probably the better <laughs> version of that. Um, we met and I think you guys were like chatting up like martial arts stuff. And I was like, Oh and we just started talking about martial arts and it basically from my experience, I don't know if you have the same experience, but like when you get like some martial art martial art geeks in a room they start they can talk like there's a connection you know depending on how much training depending on what styles and stuff like that but overall I, I i find that i as far as my social groups or as far as like friends in my life if the martial arts people they we seem to click quite fairly quickly compared to other um maybe maybe like also artists or asian american artists i also click with the, that group as well it seems like we're like a it's like we're in on some sort of outside knowledge that other people are like, mm. what? Like, what are you guys I'll be, I'll be honest with you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and don't take this the wrong way. By don't means, take this right? wrong the way. But yeah, it's yeah. funny you mention that because if I'm, and I'm a pretty straightforward person on these things. Yeah, 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 yeah. If, if I'm being, you know, candid. Yeah. Uh, so that, shoot, and, and not to, again, divulge too much, but yeah. I don't know about you. I didn't know what we were getting ourselves involved in. I don't know how you got involved in it but yeah, yeah, yeah literally someone called me that i did not know exact same uh, yeah didn't their number was like blocked on my and a lot of times i don't answer because like i get a lot of scam calls 
Since oh, moving no. to LA, I get a lot of like telemarketing, right? Yeah, yeah. So is one, your area code still Dallas? Still Texas. Okay, still Texas, yeah. We're gonna get into that. Two one four. We're gonna get into that. Yeah. But when that happened, uh, I, I was just like, honestly, I, I didn't know if uh, I was gonna do it, and I was also kind of on the fence because just in that time of my life, and it wasn't that you know far ago, it was pretty recent that I just thought I would be somewhere else right now. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. As far as what my plans were. So anyway. Um, it was funny because when I got on that set, and just like a lot of us actors out here, performers, entertainers, I, I think I always joke that uh, uh, working on a film or especially auditions, right? Yeah. When it's the best, it feels like like a great first date. Where like you're saying everything that you want to do, your your charisma's there, you're charming, you're, the chemistry's flowing between you and whoever you're you know meeting for the first time, and like there's that spark, like wow, we're working together, right? And Acting and auditions and working on a project and being on a set can also feel like the worst date ever when it goes wrong, right? You know, where yeah, yeah, everybody yeah. feels awkward, people don't know what's going on, blah, 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 right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah. I think every time you work on a project, um, at least for me, uh, and again, you know, who am I? I'm not like some hugely seasoned veteran, but I've been around the block a couple times where I always like that, like nervous energy. Like when you get, you, it's like the first day of school, you don't know what's gonna, who's your new friend's gonna be, who's yeah. your, and uh, so. That's a good term, nervous energy. When, we, say, when yeah, we, yeah. we worked on that shoot, what was funny is I didn't know Edmund was gonna be there at all. Like, <laughs> I, I, the thing is like, I had no clue he was gonna be, I think literally like maybe the day, cause again, that shoot, uh, I hate to be so cryptic, but basically what it was, uh, me and James here, we got uh, cast to be in a, uh, a promotion type thing. And I'm probably sure that's all I can kind of say at this point, but. A promotional type thing that ended up being much more involved and a little bit more I don't want to say prestigious that's kind of douchey. I was just like shocked but by some the of people involved I was like yeah. whoa this person's gonna be in this I was like a larger scale I guess that's probably yeah, the best. Yeah. a bigger scale than what it was because you know anyway so uh, and we got a photo of one of them yeah yeah, yeah so yeah, yeah, when, yeah, we, yeah. when we did it it was like I didn't know what was going on and I didn't even know like a friend would be there. So when Ed when Edmund was there, I was really happy because sometimes it's great to go on these things and fly solo, but it is our job. And there are also times I think, you know, the jaded, dark, black heart in me is like, ah, fuck it, just show up, do your thing, leave. Yeah. And again, I'm, I know I'm really like, hey, uh, buckle in guys, I go on a lot of tangents. But the reason I'm saying this is because a lot of times, like martial arts talk, right? Sure. I get really jaded. I get really kind of annoyed, especially in our industry. Because a lot of people talk a lot, but they don't have a lot to say. Okay. And so I, a lot of times, I don't really like engaging in conversations about things like martial arts or things maybe I'm passionate about. Sure. Because, again, I sound pretentious as fuck, is because sometimes people want to talk about it without knowing shit about it. They want yeah. to give you your, their two cents about it without, and it's like, why? You know? So, low key, I'm circling back. When Edmund was there, we started talking. I actually overheard you, and God, was, was his name Daryl, the other guy that you're talking to? The other man who should not be named. <laughs> I, 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 I feel I, bad. I can't remember his name. I, I, I think I have him on my phone. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. But yeah. he was there and you guys were talking and and you guys were kind of talking about martial arts. And I remember I looked over at uh, at Edmund and I was like, oh. man, like, do we want to talk to these guys? Because it's, it's, it's either going to be like, like kind of like you said, like it's either on the good part, the positive side. Sure, Sometimes yeah, it's yeah. great. You have these like, you really connect, right? Yeah. Kind of things and it's great to talk about. But then other times it's like, you butt heads, and again, that's fine. I'm not saying we have to have the same opinions, but I think just given the territory, yeah, there's a certain amount of like machismo, a certain, and especially in martial arts, Asian martial arts, a lot of ego, and it, martial arts should all be about no ego, right? But like everybody has too much pride, I think. Just yeah. my personal experience. Like, oh, my style is better than yeah. your style, yeah, yeah, and yeah, that yeah. just shit. Like at this, especially when you're working on like on a on a entertainment thing, 
performing where, like and everybody also, yeah everyone wants to shine a little bit yeah, right yeah. and it, everyone knows and no one knows what the fuck is going on yeah and like and also like short of us fighting like you're not gonna settle that shit like again i respect someone's opinion they don't have to fight or compete or whatever that no but it's just more of like there's a big difference between someone than just like anything in this world like politics religion race whatever i like going into discussions where i go into it not trying to change your point of view but to have an honest dialogue so we can both learn and grow because yeah. dude, you could have the ass opposite opinion of what I think of something. Yeah. But if you can show something to me different that I never thought, that's what I go for. Yeah. That's, what I, that's why I love talking to people with different opinions. Sure. Because maybe I can learn something. Maybe I can change. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. circling back, I know all, like, half the people listen like, fuck this guy, Tigers. ADD, you know, Ritalin, whatever. But when we first started talking, I was like, oh, here we go. Because Edmund and I, how we met. We met at a party, actually. Okay. A mutual friends party. Yeah. And kind of the same thing is that there was a lot of guys there who talk this big game of this that and whatever and, sure, and, and yeah. it's fine I'm, they're not bad people it's just it's the industry we're in yeah you know and it doesn't have to be martial arts it could be singing it could be dancing we, we've all met them where they know a little bit of it but because in this industry and in the town we're in you have to sometimes you have to talk a lot of you have to what, what's the right fake it to make it right it and i don't yeah. believe it i believe make it or do be good at what you do so you don't yeah. have to fake it right and so when we start when i overheard you i and you guys come from the traditional world um, more or less, right? Yeah. More or less. And, I, and that's where we came from. I'm oh, sorry, a little circle back, but to Edmund, when we were, uh, when we first met, it was at a, a party and he started talking about martial arts and being a Chinese guy and me being Chinese, you know, I have this very, what do you call it? Like, uh, I wouldn't say love, hate, but like conflicting feelings of martial arts, right? Because without Chinese martial arts and without traditional martial arts, that was my base. That's what I still go back to this day. Hmm. But I think there's something to be said about beliefs and experiences. When and this implies in life, not just martial arts, but people have their beliefs on things. They don't really have these experiences. And you see it all the time, especially in martial arts, where someone will be like a I don't know, I'll just throwing out stuff some some names or whatever, but like a traditional Northern Shaolin guy. And they think Northern Shaolin's the best. Because that's what they're taught. No one's yeah. gonna teach you like, oh my style sucks, right? right, right, right. But it just because your style is very good and whatever doesn't mean that another style can't be as good. Doesn't mean that like there can't be crossover, and doesn't you know what I mean? But it's because everybody has these beliefs. They don't have experience. They've never tried something else, but they want to be able to say it. Like they, you know, like and that's what I don't believe in is that like some people like look. I don't. You got like a bicycle here. I don't bike. Yeah. Right. But I might have some opinions on it, but I would never want to try to speak on any authority about like, well, this is how you should bike. Because <laughs> why? What's the fucking point? You know. Right. And then have you actually biked to like San Diego or something? Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah and yeah. I think martial arts and physical body things like this, like dancing, movies. it's different than sports. And I respect sports completely, but you could like, there's an old phrase, like you play basketball, you play football, you don't play martial arts, you either fucking do it or you don't. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And when people like, for instance, basketball, baseball, you don't have to play at all to have a very good and informed opinion because yeah. of the way it is, the way it's developed. But martial arts, like, you can talk all the fucking mad shit you want and, and even kind of show that you have some knowledge of it. Yeah. But until you do it, that's all that matters to me. And I think to real martial arts, that's all that matters. You can talk to me how fucking good you are, how much you know it, and that's cool as a fan or whatever. Yeah. But if you can't throw a high kick, then you can't say – it's not that you can't correct someone. Like you might have the – you know what I'm saying? Like you can still coach or whatever, but sure, there's yeah. an authenticity to that. So anyway, I know. Tangent, guys. Me and Edmund met, and he was the first person in a long time that I've met where not only did he have the traditional background that I had. Yeah. Uh, more or less. Yeah. But he had also made that very tricky transition into – Doing what I, you know, more or less combat sports, you know, mixed martial arts, boxing, yeah. Muay Thai, wrestling, which 
jujitsu, which I think um, to this day there's a schism where people think it's like some like no, that's not no, it is martial arts. Wrestling's martial arts. Yeah, it's the oldest martial arts. Yeah, it's Greek. It's, yeah. yeah, it's it's in Asian people had wrestling, but it's like those Side are gel, yeah, yeah. But the people look at it as older oh, sports or whatever, and there's aspects of that. You can say the same about Taekwondo if you wanted to. Right. I'm not saying it is, but you get what I mean. Like, and people... yeah, Taekwondo came from a branch of Hapkido, I guess. That's what one of my Taekwondo. Anyways, yeah, but, yeah, but, yeah, yeah, but yeah, my yeah. point is, is, so when we started becoming friends, is because he was someone I could actually have these honest conversations about, and really because he had the same experiences. And he did he fight? Did he ever fight? Or? Uh, I can't speak for him. I think he competed. I don't know. You'd have to you'd have to ask him. But yeah, I mean, literally, just I don't know. Like we're we're buddies, and okay. uh, but I've never really. You know, it's funny. I should ask him. I know he competed definitely like tournaments and stuff, but right. I, I just I can't speak for him. I mean, I remember I posted one about I was sparring a guy on Instagram, and uh, one of my. And this goes back to what you're saying is that one great thing about martial arts, unlike other, you know, other sports, like yeah, so baseball, you can have, you can probably know all the stats and all the run runs and stuff, and you can talk about it, right? And, but with martial arts, like, oh well, show me, like, okay, on the mat, the if you get on the mat and you can't roll, the mat doesn't lie. Yeah. Or you exactly. can say, oh wait, oh, oh, my ribs hurt today, or you know, like, and I've I've met, like, I okay. There's diminishing factors yeah. that give you an excusable reason not to be good at it. And again, I'm not trying to sit here as being elitist or whatever, because look, there's a skill gap. There's yeah. people who, like, literally, like, like it has no bearing toward how hard they try or whatever. Sure. Because yeah. then there's these arguments of, like, you know, oh, giving everybody a trophy. I'm not, I'm not trying to get into all of that shit. All I mean is that, like, in football, right? Okay. You can go out, play a game of football with your friends and be really good at it, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And people know, like, you're not as good as the NFL, right? Sure. But yeah. your opinion still has this validity for whatever. Like, you know, yeah. like, super fans of that. Okay. But martial arts is just different because I think, yeah, like, I couldn't hang with, like, a you know, the UFC elite or whatever, or even the worst person on a whatever circuit. But, sure, yeah. you know, it's a little different having been in certain circles of it, doing it, and, like, your, I guess what do you call it? Your, um opinion i think mm. will matter a little bit more because you've been there and done that right right and i think uh, there's a, an a analogy to acting as well it's like basically okay oh you've been in this movie with this person that person this person. what like did you have a speaking role or like yeah, you know yeah, like yeah. how much screen time did you get or you know what short films have you been in like like i kind of want to see your acting skill you know and which is it's a craft as well so I, I think what we're talking about now is, is craft, right? And skill level. And what that is is 10, 000, you know, at least 10,000 hours or yeah. something like that. Or, or, a, a, or you know, a, a lots of hours of concentrated effort. Um, and people, yeah, this town, like, so moving from Dallas to here, uh, was that like a big culture shock? Like the oh. way everyone talking the talk and stuff? Like, okay, let me, let me ask you, in Dallas, like, What's the culture like in Dallas? Let's let's okay. compare the two. Yeah. So real quick, guys. Yeah. Because I feel bad, Dad. I'm like all over the place. The, no, you know, no, I'm that's all, why I'm here. Um, I'm here the, I'm yeah, here we'll draw real, back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm gonna I'm gonna try to help here and kind of bring some a little bit back. So real quick thing. So uh, I've been living in LA for a little while. Like, well, we're allowed to say that, right? We're yeah, of course. Yeah, 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 uh, yeah. Originally not from here. I'm from Texas, uh, from Dallas, and grew up there. Uh, worked in film and whatnot out there, and you know did martial arts whatnot, of course. And now I'm out here, pursuing the dream, rocking back and forth in the shower with my fine arts degree, wondering where everything went wrong. Right? Uh, <laughs> oh, you but, have a BFA? Uh, yeah, I think I've just got a BS. Oh. No, 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 I have a BFA. It's, it's, it's a bullshit degree. No, no, I'm just joking. Um, <laughs> but yeah, yeah, I'm a Bachelor of Fine Arts. Um, okay, cool. Theater and dance. Uh, Was that uh, UT? Yes, sir. Hook'em horns, yeah. 
Oh wait, UT. Wait, University of Texas. Dallas? Texas. Texas okay. at Austin. Yeah. Oh, UTA. Uh, so wow. you're the Longhorns, baby. Um, yeah, that's a good school, dude. Yeah, yeah, it's, a, yeah. yeah it's, it's, a, it's a good school. I I'm very proud to have gone. You know, been yeah. the burnt orange. Um, but yeah, so I grew up doing that stuff, and then um, the agency that I worked with back home, great agency. Uh, they had kind of a feeder here, I guess. I don't know if you want to call it that, but like they had connected me with some good people out here in LA, and that was just about the time. I was probably in my young... Well, I had gone back and forth between LA and Dallas before, so it wasn't like wow. I didn't, you know. Okay. Uh, but I had never lived here as an adult, so more yeah. to your point of like culture shock. Sure. You know what's funny? When I moved out here, I really thought kind of like that Kill Bill thing, right, where it's like, did you really, it's going to be that easy? Like, yeah, kind of, you know. And I'm not talking about film. Specifically, like I'm not that cocky to think like overnight, you know, you would be. I just thought like, hey, you know, maybe make more of a living doing this. Yeah, if um, you can do that, I mean, that's. But the most culture shock, right, was the city. I just, I didn't give enough credence, if I'm honest, to like how much it wears on you. And I know I'm not saying anything groundbreaking or philosophical or whatever, because much smarter people and have said stuff about this in the past and and, and will in the future. But like, LA is a tough fucking city, man. Um, I've lived in some pretty tough places when I was in China and whatever, but like, man, LA, it just wears on you. And it does all sound like, you know, middle class, first world problems or whatever, but like the fucking traffic, the fucking people, like, and again, I'm not talking bad about LA. It's just that it can, I think it's very difficult on people. Um, I don't okay. know, we maybe go into, I don't know, how do you I feel? I mean, like here? difficult in the sense that people are talking the talk or like difficult, well, the traffic we can all kind of pretty much agree on, like. You could just look at the numbers, like fucking. It's ridiculous the traffic. Yeah, well, and, but, but I'm I'm more curious about, and that that's probably like a city infrastructure issue. But I, I'm more curious about when you talk about people, because I, I I spoke up with a writer on the last podcast, and we were going back and forth. She's from the Bay Area. Well, I'm uh -huh. originally from the Bay Area. Where she's from the mm. same town as me, Amopitas, and um, you know, there's smaller cities like eighty thousand, you know, and uh, there's a certain sincerity I think in those people. There's there's sincere people in LA. It's just that I feel that um, basically I think there's more search. There's great people here. There is lots of you. Whatever you want to do, you can find here. There's lots of martial arts here. Jiu-jitsu was like oh yeah, born it's in a mecca here. Yeah. yeah, yeah, and uh, like when um, oh the Gracies, yeah, yeah. the Gracies when they first brought over. But like, um, but there's a certain level of sifting I think you have to do here yeah, because it's yeah. such a sprawling city. You yeah. Know? Like we're here in the valley. I can say that, I guess. Yeah. So we're here in the valley right now, but like um, it's kind of a sprawling city where you have to like – and trying to find your own social group. Like, yeah, yeah. That's yeah. been kind of tough. And dating, which I want to get into, but like, like I, <laughs> I met up – with someone from the, the shoot, I might edit this out. Okay. But I met I met up with someone from the shoot. I was like, you know, just just to hang out. I don't know if it's a date. I, it's it, we were just hanging out, and but like that's what I do. Is like I've got to be like, if I want to create social service, it seems like I have to be more proactive. Does that mm. make sense? Yeah. Well, you know, I, I will definitely say this. Yeah. Um, because I meet a lot of like, and this actually is kind of I would say true for a lot of metropolitan cities that like most cities you go to, it's not the people who are actually born, bred, and raised here, like an actual Los Angelinos or whatever, right? The, 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 I was going to say that. Yeah, yeah it's yeah, the people yeah. who come here, like me, like this asshole who's talking right now, yeah, this who asshole, come here yeah. thinking LA needs to be something, like like you're what you imagine it to be, right? City of Angels. Yeah, and the people <laughs> who come here who then, I guess, kind of play into that, whether it's a stereotype. I'm not saying I did that, but kind of my point is that, so being from Dallas, right? Sure, yeah. And I love Dallas. That was a great city. Yeah, Dallas I've been is, to Dallas. Uh, Asian 
film festival. Oh yeah, 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 they've got yeah, a yeah. good Asian Alicia, film. Alicia, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, yeah. Um, it's Alicia. underrated, and like, yeah. here's the thing about Texas, and I get it. Like, there's some, I, I, and I'm a huge proponent of Texas. I love Texas, and I think that's one of the best things about Texans is like. The best thing about us is how prideful we are. The worst thing about us is we're how prideful we are, right? That's like, the same. The double-edged sword. Yeah, they, yeah, yeah, you, yeah, yeah, they're yeah. the person you want on your team in a fight, but they're also the person you don't ever want to be against. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> um, but the, the thing I think it's difficult is that, like, I came here with this preconceived notion of, um, you know, being in Dallas a little more conservative. Uh, there's definitely lots of Asians. That's all change. That's like night and day from when I was growing up to now, right? Okay, yeah, but, yeah. Can I? Can we say how old you are? Oh, you're 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 gonna try to keep that. Oh up. yeah, I'm 31, man. I'm okay, so old as shit. Man. So you grew up in the yeah, yeah. 90s. Yeah, 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 yeah. So like or when 90s, I was growing up, the the knots, I guess. Yeah, and there weren't <laughs> there weren't like you know uh, what do you call it like the abundance of what we have here, and and people sleep on this, but even the internet, man. Yeah. Like yeah. knowledge is so powerful, and again, kind of going back to the beliefs and experiences, like yeah, you have these ideas of things of the world, especially in your formative years, right? Yeah. And it's so different. Not to sound like old man fucking river, but like, just being able to get on the internet, like, let's take martial arts, for example, right? Yeah. I remember back in the fucking day, like, when you were doing wushu, to do, like, a 540, was like, oh, that's the, it's this groundbreaking move, like, or a butterfly twist, right? Okay. Because you just didn't see people do it, you know? Mm. And now, and, like, I remember even back then, like, in my 56, there used to be a website called bilang.com. I don't, and it's just funny because there's a certain amount of people Bilang. tricking who know it, especially, like, the OGs of it, right? Yeah, yeah, And yeah. I'm not saying that that's me. I'm saying, like, when I used to try to, you know, like flail myself around to do these things. Just, just a heads up to audience. Tricking is like where you do a lot of aerial kicks. A five forty is a particular like a circular kick. Yeah, and uh, it, I think it's based came from Taekwondo. I'm assuming, right? Uh, like taekwondo, Wushu. I mean, Wushu. Okay, but yeah. kind of what's cool about tricking was it's kind of like. As weird as it sounds, like the MMA of like performance martial arts, right? <laughs> like, no, I mean, really, like, you would take whatever the coolest move, like, from capoeira, come what, whatever the flashiest, cool stuff, yeah. and for, for katas, you would put it in this thing. So, like, sport karate, NASCAR was a big thing, and anyway, so, back then, you know, you would do these things, and the, the funny part about it was, like, you'd watch, we'd download these videos, like, I'd wait all night for, like, a 30-second clip to download, right? <laughs> yeah. And then you'd see, like, Biling was a place where all these triggers and created that community. Now it's like kind of taken for granted because on the internet you can find whatever you want. Like any yeah. community, you you know. But back then there wasn't. So that's something small like martial arts, right? Okay. But let's talk like, you know, bigger context, social, economic, race, whatever, right? So like LA to me was always been that place, right? Where, you know, it's this big melting pot like here in San Francisco, right? Yeah. And I always just, for whatever, in my brain, even now living here so long, I always will picture California as that. And I shouldn't be shocked that, right, like, big whoop-de-doo that people are going to not always, you know, live up to your idea of it. Cause there's, a, there's a strong conservative yeah. element in the silk in Southern California. Yeah, and it's not, yeah. I'm saying, and no politics here aside or whatever, like, I'm not saying one's better or worse, whatever. I just mean you don't expect it, right? Right, So right. I think that's the tough, when we talk about California, like, I didn't realize there's places like, and, you know, no shit talking about Fresno, but, like, Fresno's kind of different. It's... Definitely a little bit more, you know, like more. You swear I'm at home in Texas, dude. Right? Dude, I got a homie. He's a detective in in Fresno, and he tells yeah, me some scary it, shit. It's different, some scary, right? There's, it's not... there's some no, and Fresno's some nice parts too. But anyways, I know what you're saying. Yeah, yeah. There's there's like Central Valley area. No, California is pretty diverse. It's, yeah. yeah, and it's the thing about LA. And I was in San Francisco recently, and that was the first time in a long time. But like, oh yeah, yeah, you were at the Tony's yeah, yeah. uh, the uh, cultural festival. Yeah, doing yeah, a little yeah, hosting yeah. for that. But like, what's funny to me is I still always look at it as like this oasis right of like liberal thought and whatever and i'm not saying that's the best thing but just different because i didn't grow up with that right yeah yeah and so sometimes i think the biggest culture shock stuff is that knowing like yeah it's it's not that way 
and again, that's maybe very innocent and naive of me, but this is after years of it, but like, yeah, there's shitty people here too, just like anywhere, right? Just like, like anywhere and else, then, yeah, And yeah, the yeah. thing that's funny about it is in in reality, in our business, maybe even shittier people, right? And yeah. that's not a bad thing necessarily, but kind of going back to our point about all the stuff that we're dealing with is that uh, LA, I think the hardest thing about it, and once this producer friend told me about it, and he, you know, he's fairly well to do, he said like, the sooner you learn this, the easier your life will be is that LA relationships are transactional. And everybody's gut reaction, I think, hearing that is like, oh, like, wow, so you're saying everybody just wants to use people? Because that's what it sounds like, right? And to be fair, too, like, that's why it's shocking, you know? Because it's not so much about realizing, like, seeing the matrix. It's like, I think a lot of the things we deal with, we start realizing they're internal, right? Like, sometimes, like, when we when we see stuff, like, on social media especially, right? Like, social justice, where this, whatever. I think a lot of people, they get involved not necessarily because it's the right thing to do or the wrong thing. It's because they're worried it's bad reflection on them. Does that make sense? Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Like, and I'm not calling anybody out, but I'm just saying there's so many things going on in our world today where I think people, and they lose focus, and I'm guilty of this too, they lose focus of what they're actually fighting for. Mm. And it becomes less about, oh, I'm actually standing up for justice, I'm standing up for the right thing, and more about I'm standing up so I don't look like a fucking asshole, you know? Yeah. And so when he said that about the transactional thing, it really kind of freaked me out because I'm like, well, I don't want to be that guy. I'm not just some guy who will meet you to... To you know, because I'm getting something out of it, and blah blah blah, or whatever, vice versa. Yeah. But he kind of elaborated and explained, and the more I think about it, it's true. It's like it's transactional in the sense it's not because it's like, oh, like James, today I'm meeting you because I don't know, like it's worth this amount of X dollars, blah blah blah. Right, blah. right, right. Or like right. vice versa, right? Sure, sure. But it's more the fact it's like you have to do a lot of equating of time, value, worth that you don't do in other cities. Yes. And that's like it didn't, like today, right? Yeah. Like why it took us so long to do this is because. You don't live that far from me, right? Yeah. Any other city in the world, that's like a two-minute drive. I could, you know, <laughs> I could maybe ride a bike here, right? I mean, yeah, I'm yeah, done. Yeah, yeah. But here it's like, dude, that's like when I woke up this morning, I'm like, all right, traffic. What time of the day do I have? Like, what? Where's my window? Yeah. After that, like, okay, uh, parking. Sure. This, like, there's 20 things you worry about before you can even decide, like, hey, do I even want to do this? Yeah, yeah. And I think that's the hardest thing about LA is because um, most people you deal with, you know, it's. There's so many great people out here, along with the bad, right? Uh, and I'm, I'm someone who always thinks like more, you know, glass full than empty. Like, I think yeah. it's better, but sometimes the hardest part about being able to, like, get there, like you're saying, sifting, right? Sure. Is that, like, you just have to do with so many things you have very little control of that nobody does. Yes. Like, again, traffic. I know it's the biggest stereotypical thing, but, like, you could be the lowest rung on a ladder in society, you know, or the highest one. Like, you could be in the shittiest little car or on foot or whatever. Yeah. Or, well, if we we're talking traffic, car, right? Yeah, yeah. You could be in, like, the shittiest little, you know, 10 times down hand-me-down piece of shit car that has 400,000 miles on it, right? Okay. Or in a fucking Benz. Yeah. Or, like, a, your Rolls, and you are still just as fucked on four You're still five. going the same fucking speed. Yeah. <laughs> you know? And I think that's what's the, the hardest part about LA, that when I meet people, especially if they want to be actors or whatever. Yeah, yeah. And it's tough, because, like, you know, it's the big fish, little pond, and we've all been the number one somewhere else, right? Right. And now, all these big fish from small ponds are yeah. hanging out in this big pond. And then... Going back to this transactional thing, I, I, that reminds me of an article I read from Mark Manson recently about, uh, it's called like How to Grow the Fuck Up. And I thought I was like, oh, it's, it's interesting. Because basically, we have, we, we grow up, uh, I'll, I'll quickly just go over it, but like, you know, we, we, we want something. Let's say we want to like eat like a dessert before dinner or something. Oh, 
but then that's going to make mom mad who prepared dinner or whatever. So yeah. don't do that, okay? And then there's a transaction and it's like, you know, I don't want okay, but if if I can get if I can get that cookie afterwards or something. But basic basically he talks about how as we grow up to be an adult, um, first of all, we go through a transactional phase where we realize, oh, in order for me to operate in this society, there are certain rights that I have to give up. You know, mm-hmm. there's certain things I can't just like go pee in front of like the church. Or oh, you can. you can, you can, but there, <laughs> there's yeah. consequences. Yeah, there's yeah. consequences. You learn that the society has consequences, right? You can't just grab things that you want, which is fine. That's how you mature and grow up. But then also you start realizing, oh. Well, then maybe I have to, then here's where the dark side comes, where it's like, oh, I have to manipulate or I have to fake it, you know, in Mm. a certain way. Um, Or like, dude, like one time I I hanged out with a guy, um, you know, no, yeah, just like as friends, right? And uh, and he starts, you know, try, he's like, hey, but I I would really like to work on a project with you. I'm like, oh, I realized that we hanged out because he wanted something from me, Mm. you know? Yeah. And I That's the only reason I'm here because James, all I want is I saw that bicycle in that corner, bro. Yeah, yeah, this. yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt. No, 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 totally, it's fine. And uh, which is, you know what? I'm. There's different degrees of transactional nature, but uh, I think like you're here to do a podcast and maybe it'll promote you a little bit or whatever. Like bicycle, 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 and bicycle. I have a bicycle that you might steal mm-hmm. later afterwards, but. To be honest, like I could, I couldn't really care that much. Like how many I, I'm doing this because it's something that, in, in Buddhism, they talk about the middle path, right? And a lot of people think that's just moderation. Yeah. But something uh, I was speaking to a monk about this, and he was saying how she was saying actually, she was saying how like actually another interpretation is that instead of the middle path not just being you don't want to be you don't want to be like forcing yourself to do good, and you don't want to be forcing yourself to do bad, obviously. This idea of where you, it's coming out of your Buddha nature, where it's yeah. coming out of Sun Qi Zi right? It's coming out of this sort of like this pure place or this place that it's like you have this, like people who fucking, like who wants to be an actor? Like, come on, you like, there's, you're basically unemployed most of the time. It's like life is, uh, you don't know where your next paycheck is coming. And people look down on you for the most well, part. Yeah, so if, uh, if, if I could finish real quick. Oh, no, it's like, yeah, yeah, it's uh, basically... But I really want to perform. I really want to, I have a story I want to tell. That's why I like writing and and doing this podcast. So that's kind of, that's something that I've been trying to like struggle with recently. But yeah, sorry. Oh, no, no, I was just saying, yeah, I don't want to interrupt your your train of thought. Especially because I can't speak for the mom. But what it sounds like to me, right, is balance. More or less, right? Sure, sure, sure. And the reason I say balance is because kind of, you know, tying into everything that we're talking about as far as, because I think it does, in life, it's applicable to martial arts, to life, to our careers, right? Is that this this notion of balance is that when we face these realities, right? Because like just what you talked about a second ago about how, you know, when you're maturing, you kind of have to figure out that things are not black and white, they're gray, right? Sure. I think in LA and of all cities I've lived in, like it gives you such weird existential crises <laughs> that can really seemingly stem from nowhere. And I mean, it's funny, like we joke about, but it's true. And and kind of going back to that is like that no, that experience you had with your friend. I think yeah. so many of us in LA have had it, and oh. it's very unrelatable. Not because again we're some like unique delicate snowflakes, it's because most cities aren't like that. Most people are real, you know. Every area has their fake people. But okay, I'm saying, okay, I was but gonna here, say, yeah. yeah, I mean, but. What I mean is that, like, it's just such a very unique, like, thing that people just kind of say, oh, well, par for the course, right? Yeah. Whereas, like, you know, if I acted that way in a different city, you'd be like, no, fuck you, you're an, you're an asshole, right? But here, it's, it's like, because 
you're conditioned to talk a certain way, to act a certain way. And I know for people listening maybe who aren't in LA, aren't in industry, it really sounds like, oh wow, you're just making excuses. Wow, that's a personal choice. And, and to be very fair, it is. But I think if you look into it in any industry, you'll find that. It's only different and unique because what we do is like consider this weird like frou-frou, merry-making, like oh, it's all fun, right? But there's a business aspect to it. There's oh, yeah. there's yeah. a lot of different things that go into it that you would face if you were a lawyer. You would face it if you were, you know, in the corporation or in a restaurant. Like everybody has their own jargon and and like inner politics that they work on any career, any field, right? Yeah, yeah. But I think what is tough about LA is um Again, it's like the Matrix shit, right? It's like, why didn't I take was it like the red pill or I forget which yeah, one, yeah, but like, but like the sooner, think, yeah, 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 the yeah. sooner you realize it, the sooner you realize, hey, it's okay, and it's also like, hey, it's not okay. And by that I mean, it's okay because these, like we talked about these existential crises, like we talk about transactions. The moment you say that, I feel like the gut, at least for me, the gut reaction was like, man. Is this what I really am buying into? Is this what I worked so hard for to finally be out here and, and try to make it that like some and he his advice was great was that saying transactional just makes you feel like a bag of shit. Like, oh, that means I'm a manipulating person or yeah, I'm someone yeah. who who's only no, and because you, you see think, people as numbers. Yeah, and, yeah, and then yeah, you start yeah. thinking to yourself, because when you know how bad it feels to be on the under other end of it, when you're just trying to get to know someone or yeah. be real, and then you find out like, no, this isn't what it is. Like it's something completely different. You're they not, want like a acting job or yeah. like a, a, a you want to collaborate yeah, or collaborate, like, from a very yeah. pure I think as naive as like a pure place, right? I think in as artists or whatever you want to call us, like we all want to work with people because we want to create. Yeah. There's a sense of satisfaction and, and, and I think that's the thing in life. And and I always think in life there's artists and there's technicals, right? Like and there's not one better than the other. Both need to survive. And you look at the way that art has survived since the dawn of man, right? Yeah. It's like you have the patron, you have the fucking artist. Yeah. The patron panels all the technicals and the artist just does their thing, you know? And then they, mm. they converge together, you know? Okay. Because just like me, like look, I have certain skill sets that are good in certain ways, but not in other ways. And a smart person, I think, can go to the other people and be humble and admit enough to say, hey, I need help here. Yeah, exactly. Or can Asking you teach help. me? You know? yeah, yeah, it's the same thing in martial arts, right? And vice versa. There's maybe people out there who want to do creative things, but and whether they just don't actually have enough interest to pursue it, maybe they don't feel they have the talent, whatever the fucking case it may be. Yeah. That's why, it's like, again, balance, right? That's why I was kind of saying earlier, like you're finding balance. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, sorry, rounding back, going to this whole idea of, uh, you know, the transactional thing is, once I kind of realized that I was okay, it started okay. helping me because huh. why I say it was good advice is because I looked at it from such a very deep personal standpoint of like, what does this say about me and, and the people I'm around and like, are we just all full of shit using each other? No. What he was talking about is like, it's just a different grind, different, harder way of looking at life because they're just things you can't control. Yeah. And when you look at like, okay, I used to feel so guilty because I'm one of those people that if I say I'm going to do something, I do it. Yeah. Or if, if I meet a friend, like they're a friend for life kind of thing, right? Oh, wow. Okay. And you know... To a fault, that's not always the best thing. Sometimes it's like, you know, it's like when someone complains about being a nice guy or whatever, to an extent, the nice guy thing is like kind of an excuse. Mm. We all know people who are maybe too nice for their own good. And at okay. a certain point, it's like you're just using that as an excuse, like, oh, pity me, woe is me. You know, you know what I'm saying? Mm. I think a lot of guys deal with that where they say, oh, I'm the nice guy. Well, you know, honestly, shut the fuck up. Maybe they're nice to manipulate. Exactly, exactly, right? It's like you're using that. It's like it's the same fucking shit. You're just, you know, like at least if you're dealing with a dick. It's not authentic. Yeah, yeah, at least if you're dealing with someone who's a dick, like, yo, at least I know where you stand. I respect that. I'm not saying I want to be around that person, but I respect it. What I don't respect nowadays as I get older is that, 
and I, I, this is doubly hard because being Chinese, right, and being Taiwanese, like, I, it's like, you know, when you need to pay for the check and you're, like, going back and forth, it's like, sometimes, like, yo, let's just do what we feel without any pretense, right? Exactly, yeah. 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 So, yeah. all that being said, I know, for the listeners, deal with it. This is just how I am, how I talk, but that was the toughest part because it took so long to realize, like, hey, man, sometimes it's really okay to be transactional. Yes. Because I shouldn't feel guilty that, like, hey, I'm not willing to go two hours in traffic to deal with some bullshit thing yeah. to help somebody else if I'm not getting anything out of it. Not like monetarily, not whatever. Yeah, yeah. Because the reason I say is because that person's not worrying about me. They're worrying about themselves. Yeah, you, you get what I'm is, saying? Yeah, and you know what? Sometimes that's fine. Yeah. Worrying about yourself and is totally fine. I think yeah. that's the hardest part to understand about the cities, especially when you're young. I think everybody goes through a very similar thing as performers. You want to be fucking Johnny on the spotlight, right? Yeah. Like the guy like in Singing in the Rain, like, gotta dance and yeah. give yourself away to all these things and you waste so much time and energy and that's just the learning process, right? You got to keep failing but it's tough because I think a lot of people that I know who are successful, they're, and they're great people. They're some of the most giving people in the world. They just know how to, I guess, partition their time better, allocate, yeah. you know, and, and it that way it doesn't drive you crazy. They stop caring what people think because I think the hardest part when I came out here was like being new kid on the block, trying to show that, hey, I'm hungry. Yeah. Hey, that I'm willing to help. Hey, whatever. And after a while, you give, you give, you give. And no one's asking you to give this. You just feel that's what you got to do. Sure. To make your main or your break or whatever, right? Right, right. Uh, so anyway, that I think is the hardest because in Dallas, you know, I think it's just more straight. Okay. You want to do something, you do it. You know, yeah. and and you don't have to worry about like if I want to go like fifty miles to go to a friend's house, that's nothing. That's like twenty minutes. Really? Yeah. Here it's like, dude, if I want to go to like James's place, yeah, right? Yeah. That's not that far. It's like, look, I'm not to do any like t give away any secrets, but like it's <laughs> under ten miles. Yeah. But in Traffic, LA, yeah, that yeah, might have yeah. been a three hour thing, and now I feel like a dick because I'm like, I don't want to go X amount of miles, not because I don't like you, right? But because right. like, dude, like that, like. That will cost me. It's not even the time that we're doing this. It's yeah. the prep. And for filmmakers, that it's like this is the pre-production. Pre-production. Then yeah, we yeah. actually shoot, and then we have the post-production. Like I gotta get home. I gotta go sleep. And, I gotta and wake real up. talk, like uh, if if someone were to like be really easy, I'd be. I would be. Then okay. you get suspect, and then I you feel like suspect. an asshole. Like, I would be like, wait, okay, because. We don't want those fake nice guys, yeah, yeah or fake nice ladies. Because you're be always like, suspect, and then that again, that existential crisis time, like, why am I being this way? Why am I so suspect? Right. It's like, and I think this is kind of true of like, like, like the internet, right? Like, sure. remember when, when, and I don't know if this, if you had the same, like, we're around the same age, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, thirty-three, uh, almost thirty. Like, remember yeah, when yeah. you had the internet, right? How awesome the internet was! Like, you go to a chat room, like, I'm yeah. meeting people from like Venezuela. Right, right, right. And yeah. then it turned to that point where like. This awesome free thing to like now like oh bro like you can't trust people right and that and to be fair yeah. that's that's true yeah and you know? that and you know what came out really shortly after like chat rooms and stuff was like wait this dude is a this girl's a dude or something yeah like yeah that. like know? catfishing like, but catfishing. then yeah, yeah, yeah. the other thing happened is I remember after like people got hip and savvy to be like okay when you go online like. There really isn't a Nigerian prince who will give you millions of you know like, what? like you know what I'm talking about like you the, broke my you broke my dream man yeah yeah, yeah I, like there's I not a Nigerian prince to so that yeah prince. Oh, but damn. then remember when like Facebook and yeah. Instagram also like then it was cool because it's like you're connecting with people like I remember when Facebook because remember that was close to colleges that's college years yeah it was me, amazing yeah. to like catch up with old friends from you know? I I messaged my high school crush recently and she hasn't got back to me but like yeah stuff like you that know what I'm is, about? Yeah. is available it's like yeah, and yeah, it's yeah. like wow the wonders of technology and then. 
the next transition was like, yo, like I don't answer anything anymore. You know what I'm saying? Like back in the it's day, overloaded. Yeah, you shit, would like yeah. wink, wave, whatever. It is like, oh, fun and games, and now it's like that's creepy. You know what I'm saying? Right. I had a friend, he a roommate in uh, UC San Diego where I went, and um, he said, I am not gonna add any more friends after a hundred. Yeah. I was like, why? He's like, dude. They're not after a hundred. There's not really my friends. I'm like, but now people have like four, five thousand friends. And, you know? <laughs> and here's the other thing, right? When you first started, like, you felt stupid if you only had twenty people on Facebook, right? But again, these are uh, look. I'm saying this, and I'm just fully admit it. Like, there's probably people other out there who have who are better handle on life, got their shit together, where they feel like they don't like. I'm only coming to this conclusions now after years of test failures, whatever. But I think it's a very relatable thing because a lot of people, you know, we're in crazy times where we don't talk about. How quickly things are moving. We don't talk about the effects these things have. Seemingly innocuous, mundane things that really have a big effect. Huge effect. You know, yeah, and, yeah. and it's not because it happens all at one time. It's like it chips away. Yeah. And I think that's the hardest fucking thing about LA. I have a friend who they recently moved here, and yeah. And I remember, like, I don't want to be mother hen, but I I like to help, and I could hear their frustrations in in what they expected LA to be. Like they still love it. Like there's still great opportunities, but it's it always sometimes can feel like. When you're here, you're like looking from the outside in, like you know there's opportunity here, you know there's these good things, but how do I do it? You know, and I remember them telling me about like, oh, we we've been here almost a year and this hasn't happened, and all they see is the bad, yeah, and yet all I see is the good because I've been there, but I was the same person when I moved here where things were going very good when I first moved here, but all I saw was the the things that I wasn't getting. Okay. And in hindsight now, I'm like, man, I wish I could just go back and be like, look, yeah, maybe you're not where you thought you'd be, but you're doing a lot better than you than you realize. Chill the fuck out. Right, you know? because the expectations not matching. Yeah, yeah. and I think um, yeah, that's, I'm sorry, that's what's kind of. I hope this all makes sense. But why, when you ask, what's the hard part about it? What's the weirdest thing is? I think that's the thing about LA that I just never understood. Whenever I heard people say like, "Oh, the city has an energy," I don't mean this just city, any city. I always, as a kid, I'm like, "What do you mean? Like, you're such, you're in a big thing, and you're a small cog in it." Unless you're at the top of the top, how do you feel that like the pressures or whatever, blah, blah, you know, like how it really affects you? Like I lived in Dallas and yes, there's things that affected me, but a lot of times they were very more blatant and direct. Does that make, does that make sense? Mm, straight like, shooters. Yeah, like, like it saying, wasn't, yeah. no, I don't mean the straight shooters. I mean like the energy quote unquote, right? Oh, interesting. Because there was okay. a separation of like, look, I lived in like a fucking suburb, right? I didn't know what it was like downtown or whatever, right? Uh, Whereas LA, I do feel like this city and just a lot of these big overcrowded metro, like New York, I'm sure. Yeah, yeah. They're just this feeling where like you feel that weight, that pressure, that sense. Yeah. And it's, that's the toughest thing. So right. why I say all that stuff, what was the hardest thing to get used to here was that sort of, and again, I'm having an existential crisis now, right? But <laughs> Every day. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, then I think that's what's hard. And I was just joking, like, because when we talked about dealing with things, right? Yeah, the, yeah. The, tough, the toughest part that I even struggle with to this day, right? Where uh, we talk about the transactional things, the relationships was like, I need to go to the grocery store today. Any other city in the world, that's maybe an hour. I can do the rest of my day, no problem. I fucking want to go to Costco today, right? Yeah. I had to plan that shit out, man. I went there at like 12, I left at like two. Uh -huh. And it wasn't even because it took me whatever, but it's like, because there was a fucking line. Yeah. And then yeah, Costco's get busy, I get it. Yeah. But parking. Yeah. Then this, then that, then below. And it's like, sometimes man, I wish I lived in a city where I could go to fucking Trader Joe's, buy two fucking avocados without having to, you know, like right. pay for valet. And not that I do that, but you get what I mean. I right? know what you mean. Yeah, yeah. There's a lot of people who live here. Yeah. And, and they're who want similar things, going to Costco, right? Yeah. And, yeah, and yeah. until you've lived it out here, and even when you do live it, until you leave and you realize, hey, man, there's a whole, like, because we deal with it because we think, hey, by dealing with this shit, we're going to get where we want. Like, it's like a, not a sacrifice. I don't want to be so dramatic. 
but it's like the cost of to play like you know yeah. whereas like whenever i leave here and i go somewhere else like when i go back home and i'm like there's trader joe's there i i remember like i was with my my sister and i was thinking to my she's like hey you want to go to trader joe's with me I'm in LA mode, like, ah, oh, shit, do I? Because it's like 9 a.m. right now. That means traffic's gonna be so bad at 4 or 5. I shouldn't go until at least 10. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Because, you know, it's, it, I'm just gonna be sitting in the car, blah, 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 all this stuff. And then I gotta come back. And then, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, she's like, do you wanna go or not? Because she went to Trader Joe's, which was like 20 miles from where we, you know, live. Wow. Was there and back in like less than an hour. Wow. Right? And like, had the rest of her day. She gets so much shit done. Whereas in LA, sometimes like, the most accomplished thing I do is fucking Trader Joe. You know what I mean? Like, how ridiculous is that, right? That's ridiculous. Yeah, so. Well, I, I want to circle back kind of about, like, your, a little bit of bi a biographical. Okay. Uh, yeah, yeah. So, uh, you have brothers and sisters, I guess? I so? do, I okay. do. Okay. You are the youngest, middle, or? I am the youngest, yes. yes. Okay. You have a... Older sister. Older sister. Yeah. Cool. So, like, growing... Okay, uh, let's... Uh, I guess I should have started with this, but, like, okay. Your parents are from where? Uh, Taiwan. From Taiwan. Yeah. Okay, cool. And they moved here. Uh, I'm, a, to, I'm they, a bad son. I don't remember when exactly. Okay, well, but no, like, yeah, they, I mean, they, but, they, but you got you grew up. You grew up. I was in born Dallas. and raised in Dallas. Yeah, you were born and raised in Dallas. So you went to elementary, middle, high mm -hmm. school. Mm -hmm. Okay, cool. College, you know. Yeah, and uh, how how was uh, you said that as far as demographic wise fairly white growing up yeah like, i mean like i don't have the hard data numbers like especially in this no, day no, day drive but i want i want yeah. the feeling the time i mean yeah, let's yeah, just yeah. put it this way like yeah. god i'm really trying to think of i really feel like it's probably and i don't want to throw any names out there but like probably less than 10 people per grade that were chinese or asian or whatever the fuck right yeah and like i'm reaching man i'm really reaching here okay you know? yeah, yeah. but I, it's just weird because i say that and it makes it sound like i'm not trying to make it sound like dallas is some wasteland of Diversity, no, it's just that. Not anymore, my, I guess. Yeah, yeah, I mean, yeah. but it's just like, yeah, it's not the majority. It's, it's uncomparable to like LA, right? For sure, sure or sure, yeah. or New York. Yeah. And if I'm being very real, it's it's just because I mean that's just the way it was, right? You know? Like okay. there's just more white people there, and Asians aren't a lot, you know. Okay, and did, growing up, uh, your group of friends were mostly white, I assume. Well, obviously. I guess. Yeah, 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 yeah. Did you face any like discrimination in high? Oh yeah. fuck yeah, man! Oh, you did? Yeah, wow. fuck yeah! I remember. Um, God, I don't know if I should say his name, but I had a really good friend who lived down the street from me, a white guy, right? Sure. Uh, his sister was kind of sisters with my friends. Like they're around, like we're around the same age uh, difference, right? We were, me and him were the same age, and I think his sister was probably in the same grade as my sister, like so the same dynamic more or less. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah, yeah. And me and him were fucking cool as shit since we were, uh, you know, we because he was like my first friend, right? And I and I talked about like we we've lost a little bit of touch. Nothing bad. It's just it happens. Like he it moved happens, and all yeah, that yeah. stuff. But I remember my first day of kindergarten because like our yeah. elementary school is like within walking distance to our school, right? My yeah. sister went there, his sister went there, and I was fucking excited as hell. Cause I didn't, I mean, just like most people, right? Like when you're young, race regardless, you just don't know the world past of what's in your home, what's, you know, what you do, right? Yeah, exactly. And yeah, like yeah. I grew up speaking English, like uh, this is a little tangent, but like someone was talking to me the other day, like what was your first language? I don't, to be honest, I don't know. I know Chinese people who were born here and their first language was Chinese. Yeah. But, but a lot of times this was their first kid. I was a second kid, so I think, I, I want to say my first language might have been English. I don't know. You yeah. know what I mean? But like I grew up speaking English and Chinese, but I was I was American. I was a fucking, you know, young patriot kid, whatever. Mm. And so our first day of fucking kindergarten, um, I remember, you know, just a, it's a wealth of new kids and I wanted to make friends and and, and I was Chinese and um, we're going through the role, but I didn't see myself as like, you know, different, right? Okay. You know, I don't know. I, I've always said that like I'm a person first. I'm Chinese, Taiwanese, whatever the fuck it is. Next, I'm an actor, I'm a martial artist, whatever. It's just, I just happen to be those things. Okay. I'm very proud to be Asian American. Sure. But 
I don't define myself by those things. Okay. I stand up for those things. Mm. But like, I think my fight has always been to the equality, and maybe this is naive, but like, I don't want to view us as like, oh, he's good actor for an Asian. No, he's just a good guy who happens to be fucking Asian. You, okay. you know what I'm saying, right? Yeah, I know what so you're saying. So yeah. when I'm in this class, sixth grade or uh, six years old, or what are the five, six, whatever we are at that age in kindergarten, and we're doing roll call, my friend was sitting next to me, like you know, we buddy buddy, and yeah. like down the line we're saying, and everybody's names like Smith, you know. Whatever, like last names or whatever, they yeah, get to yeah, my yeah. last name. And and uh, this kid, just out of nowhere, he just stands up and he points at me and he goes, Oh, me Chinese, me play joke, me pee pee in your coat with a slant eyed shit, with you know, all that oh stuff. Oh my god. And I'm just staring at there like, What? Like, because I never heard that, right? And all these kids started laughing and like making fun of me that I'm, and like, remember, this is like in class. And I remember the teacher, like, you know, I looked at her like, because it was full weird. I didn't even register that was an insult. Wow. Because I didn't know what it, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And she just kind of looked and kind of shrugged her head. And I remember I turned to my friend. Because now I now everyone's laughing and pointing at me. Now I'm understanding that, like, yo, this is not right. Wow. And I look, I don't say there's any malice in my heart. Yeah. Right? Maybe back then I did. But, like, I remember looking at my friend. And because he just wants to fit in, yeah. he was doing the same shit as they. What? Like, pointing at me. And, like, it broke my fucking heart, right? Because before, because, look, I was too young to be like, oh, this is the racial oppression since 1882. Yeah, the hegemony. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, the It was just like... Just being different, right? Like being told that you're not part of this, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's what happened, man. And um, again, like I said, I don't. That's traumatizing. I've, I've even brought it because you know the funniest thing to his credit, years later, like um, he became like a lawyer and all this stuff. He's a good guy, right? He actually hit me up randomly on Facebook, just out of nowhere, right? And he's like, "Hey, man, like, uh, do you know that like calling people Oriental is like racist?" <laughs> and I was kind of like, "Yeah, I, I might have heard a yarn or two about that." And he's like, yeah. He's like, I hope I never said anything like that to you. I'm like, let me. And again, at that, we're kids, right? Yeah. I'm sure, to be fair, I'm sure I did some fucked up shit. I'm sure we've all done probably racist shit or whatever. Like, you know, whatever the bad thing that is back then because we didn't know. Right? Sure, sure. Um, and it's not an excuse, but that's just how, you know, again, that's how it was. We're right? naive. Like, we don't yeah. We don't know. Yeah, yeah. How, and, how can it hurt people? So yeah. I just remember that happened. I was just like, wow, like my one buddy, like I was alone, right? Yeah. And some people I know who are not Chinese, not Asian, not person of color, if, you, if that's, I don't I mean, look, I I preface a lot when I, I just don't even know what the right thing to say is anymore. I just don't want anybody coming after me. Right. And you know, saying the wrong shit. Well, like just, you, you say you're Chinese, but your parents are from Taiwan. That like that's a whole. Oh yeah, thing. Yeah, 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 yeah. And again, like oh fuck. Are like, your grandparents I'm, from China though? Yes. I okay, so, then yeah. I think you can say you're. But Chinese. no, but I think my dad is like, you know, Taiwanese. Taiwan. But like, the, here's the thing. Like, but I don't think any of us were like Aboriginal, right? I feel like that's another argument, right? Like whenever I meet Taiwanese people, like I'm. Pro, like, but you're yeah. not like from. You get what I'm saying. Right? Well, like you, you know, you don't get like Americans here saying they're British American. Yeah, like British, well, the only reason I say yeah. is because whenever well, I, I guess you do some Italian. Maybe it's because I'm conditioned. Yeah. Is like yeah, when yeah. I was in again. That's maybe the difference in okay, Dallas. Sure. We, I, my parents like oh, we're Taiwanese because I we are, you know. But I remember I went to a doctor and when I was a kid, like a like a pediatrician. He's like, oh, what are you? I'm like, I'm Taiwanese, right? And he's like, yeah. oh, yeah, I love Thai food. Like, oh, so, so I think out of convenience, and that's that's why I don't want to get in a whole argument or whatever about it. But, like, I'm not saying we are, but you get what I mean. Like, I know what you mean. The yeah. politics of them, like, is because it was different. Like, sure. again, it was different. When I was a kid, no one, like, even the fact that you could tell that you were Chinese there was different. Because they were like, are you Japanese, Korean? Oh, God. Like, you know what I'm saying? So yeah, it's yeah. like, that was the least of my worries, right? But, like, um, like did were you, but you made it. I mean, like, you made a group of friends, social group of friends. Uh, but in, so how was it in high school then? Like, did it get better or? Man, it's feeling so dramatic now, right? Like, did it get, like, you know, what was that? No, because like kindergarten, like for you to remember that and to stick, I remember like in, 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 I think it was middle school, 
and this is like in the Bay Area too, mm-hmm. where there's a lot of Asians. And I, I, I had a culture shock coming. I went to to San Diego for for grad uh, for uh, undergrad, and um, like seeing all the white people, I was just like, whoa! And then feeling like, like feeling like a minority for the first time, because I felt like a majority in, in yeah. where I grew up. But like I remember in middle school. Some some I never felt like the majority. <laughs> yeah, yeah, nowhere. yeah, nowhere. And, and then the, these what, black. Tell kids me were, what it's like. Yeah, yeah. So is it as magical as I? I it, it was pretty dope. I mean, anyways, uh, these in middle school, there's these these group of black kids saying, "Hey, go back to China." I'm like, "What did I do?" Like I was playing basketball oh. or something, and they were just they were walking past me, looking at me funny, and I'm like, "Okay," and I'm playing basketball with my I think my I was by myself. I was just shooting, and then uh, they turned around and said, "Hey, go back to China." And I, you know, the only thing I was just like, the only thing I could say is like, "I'm not from China. My parents are from Taiwan." (laughs) You know, like yeah, yeah. yeah. Which you know, it's like, anyway, you're barking up the wrong tree at that point. There's like, what's the fucking point? You know, you don't know how to argue that. But uh, to be honest, that was I think as as far as all my interactions. That was in the minority as far as being attacked racial or being called out racially. I mean, so I was lucky in that sense because then it, back in high school, yeah, I was Asians were the majority at my high school, mm. and it was pretty. It was interesting uh, that feeling. Well, but yeah, it was like how was high school for you then? Yeah. Well, God, I, I really don't want to sound like I'm bragging or some shit because there's just no good way of saying these things that happened without. Sounding like you're just talking like, because hey, look, I'm a piece of shit. I'm a, I'm a self-deprecating kind of guy. And um, so, so I always feel weird saying, but like I was a president of my fucking high school. Oh, wow. Um, okay. But let's kind of backtrack here a little yeah, bit. Let's right? backtrack, yeah. So I think just for most kids, junior high was probably the hardest time for anyone, right? It's a transition. It's yeah. like a weird little fucking like, yeah, middle I mean, school. You're, you're, yeah, your yeah, balls yeah. are dropping. You're, for, you're getting Your voice boobs. is changing. I don't know. Yeah, yeah, yeah it's yeah, yeah. wispy I, mustache. It's terrible. Yeah, yeah. Um, so maybe like a little timeline. So like, look. Kindergarten, I remember that, right? And that wasn't the first. Oh, wait, that, I'm sorry. That was the first, but it wasn't the last time that shit happened. Oh, yeah. And unfortunately, even now. But again, like, you can deal with it better, I guess. Yeah, right? we're... Like you yeah. said, like, it gets better, but... You have more tools, yeah, yeah. I, I, I hate to say this. Like, I did deal with a lot of racism, but, you know, in school, I can't really complain that much. Okay. If cool. I'm just being really honest, because... Yeah. It's funny how different things are. Like, my sister's older than I am, and her high school experience, her school... And she's a different personality. I love my sister to death, but she's a much... I'm, I always put it this way. She's definitely a bit of a firecracker. The difference between me and her is that, like, I think... Like, my parents even kind of used to say it's like, you guys both get in trouble, but you will always figure a way to, like, get home or whatever. Your sister's a little different. <laughs> like, you know, she, she, she gets in trouble and we might have to intervene, right? Like, oh. and, and honestly, too, I think just because... This is a very Chinese thing. I think she's always felt weird about it because I'm, I'm much more like my mom. She's less more like my dad. I don't think it's a bad thing. Mm, but, I know. find that way with my family dynamics. Yeah, every, too, every family yeah, has yeah, those yeah. kind of dynamics. Yeah, but yeah, I think yeah, because, yeah. you know, like my parents divorced and me and my mom and oh. my sister grew up together. I think she always felt maybe a little bit like because we were like that. She was different. But in reality, I, not too much family stuff. My mom and my sister are so much alike that it's like as I get older, I see it. I'm like, oh, like, but because they're so much alike, they don't see it. That's why they butt heads. My sister and my mom, right? Totally, and, yeah. And I like from afar, you see it, right? And like, she, she's always proud to say, like, I'm, I'm, I'm like daddy, you know. Yeah. But that, I'm like, dude, there's some mommy traits you got, yeah. yeah and then I, I've, I've got daddy traits, I got mommy yeah. traits too. That's just growing up in the same fucking household. Yeah. yeah and yeah. my, my sister is a strong, independent woman, just like my mom, and stands up for. She has a strong sense of right and wrong, and so you grew up mainly with your mom, both mm-hmm, of you. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, that's yeah, that's another, but. That might be another podcast, but yeah, yeah. Um, 
so growing up, the reason I say it's different is like, man, she had like a horrible experience in high school. I, I don't oh, want to speak no. for her, but like, yeah. I mean, she got bullied. She got this, oh, she got shit. that. And all this other shit. Like, I remember, it's funny, was just a quick little thing in Kung Fu. There was a guy who went to her school. This is like, I think she was in maybe, maybe graduate at this point, whatever. But she was, and I always have to thank my sister to death because she was the one who got me into martial arts. Like I'd done it. My dad put me in martial arts when I was a kid, but I didn't take it seriously until her. Oh, wow. But uh, this guy came to the school and, you know, it'd been a couple of years, I guess, after, and he had bullied my sister. And he was a bully. Like, you just, you, he was this, and it's funny because, like, right in high school, you're the man or whatever, but he wasn't even, like, some jock. He was just some douchebag. Like, just this kind of, he was. Did he, like, secretly like her? Or? Fuck, man. There's no excuse for it. Like, he no like, pushed up against the lock, from what I understand. But, like, what it was was he was basically, like, I always joke, he's, like, a fat guy bulging with what could be muscle. Like, he's that guy who, like, he's not in shape. He's a bigger guy naturally, but he's just a fat guy. But it could be strength, you know, whatever. And he started going to my kung fu school, and I, I kind of had some words with him because I was just, I remember, like, and now I'm more or less a, not a grown man, but I was in my teens and, you know, you're, but my point is, is that, so she had a different experience. She had that kind of shit going for, I didn't, I had bullies. I had not necessarily bullies, but I had that shit. Cause that just happens in school. Yeah. I'm not qualifying bullying. I'm, I'm not taking a stance of whatever. I just mean more of like school, like growing up is hard enough as it is. Yeah. Yeah. Without, let's say the factors of race, race, economics. Bull- yeah, so yeah, yeah, yeah. It's just, man, you're just going to like, when you meet the real world, it's tough, but yeah. I dealt with race, yeah. Like, I, I have a really stupid... Another story about kindergarten, but I don't want to get too far off, but, like, I always used humor as a way to diffuse it, right? Okay. And that's definitely changed now that I've gotten older. Right. But I used humor because, you know, I was kind of an overweight kid. I had, dude, I fucking... Oh, yeah. I, I strolled into kindergarten. I didn't get really overweight until I started living with my dad. That's another thing. But, like, I my when I rolled into kindergarten, I rolled in there with a name like fucking Tiger. Yeah. My mom thought it was cool to give me a fucking rat tail. Right, like a giant, like I, I remember. I don't, I don't think there's any pictures of it, but I remember it. Like I had a giant, like, like no, like an '80s rat tail. Like it wasn't even like braided or whatever. Like long things, just like a flat. It looked like you know what it like when you open up a printer and there's that little like. You're talking about that ribbon or whatever. That color ribbon. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. So there's that on my head. And um, growing up, I had a lot. It's funny if you. I guess we're not. Fuck, we're not doing video. But if you look at my teeth, like pretty straight teeth. I have some nice teeth. I think. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Not to brag, but um, I've never had braces or anything. Wow. Yeah, these two front teeth actually fell out when I was a kid, and my mom shoved them back in my face. But as a kid, I had a whole grill of silver teeth. You know, I think some this like a lot of kids had that growing up, because like I had a bunch of cavities apparently. Oh. And so I went to school with like a mouthful of silver teeth, a fucking rat tail, right? Like you were kind of oh, would you? At that point, I wasn't yet. I was, but like only Asian kid. Okay. So I'm already set up from the like. Fuck if I was Asian. Like let's say I was any other race or right, whatever, even right. I was white. That's a tough sell. You that's like, a tough sell. Yeah, right? that's a yeah. tough sell. You're like looking like Post Malone or something. Yeah, yeah. Like, <laughs> now it's cool. Maybe I was ahead of my time. But so uh, I, you know, when I got fat as a kid, I just liked to joke. I, that's actually what I thought I was going to be growing up. I, Ace Ventura was really big then. I, I love talking my butt cheeks. Still do. Okay. Yeah. Uh, so I thought I wanted to be like Jim Carrey. You know, like do that. So okay. I think that being said, for most kids, and this is pretty universal, race related or not, is if you can be the funny kid. I don't know. I thought it was funny. I don't think I was necessarily the class. I always thought I was a class clown, but I don't think I was a class, like, official class clown, right? Because I, I feel like it's always reserved for some, like, white kid named, like, Steve. You know, like... Fuck Steve. The Spico- yeah, fuck Steve. Like, the Spicoli, you know what I mean? Like, and he always ends <laughs> up, like, you, Steve. Yeah, working yeah. at the Blockbuster or whatever that doesn't exist anymore. But anyway, oh, now I feel bad for Steve. But, so, I grew up, like, the class clown joking, whatever, right? Yeah. And then, um, when I got really into martial arts, like, hardcore, it was, like, sixth grade, you know? Were you kind of 
Did you have a weight issue then? That's the thing. So probably, I would say third, fourth grade. Yeah. Like to fix. You don't have like little baby weight. I was just fat. I had like a 36 inch waist and like third or fourth grade was pretty big. I was fat. And and back then my mom used to joke because like, you know, we, Money was kind of an issue back then. It was tight. Oh, okay. There's a famous story. She, I find it famous. It's, it's, I guess it's not famous because no, nope, I'm not famous. But like, it's just every time she's ever met any of my girlfriends, any, you know, whatever, yeah. they bring home. Um, she always tells the story. But it's like, oh yeah, when Tiger was, and my mom speaks perfect English, and I don't know why I'm giving her an accent. It just makes the story better. But she has, she was, she always said like when we were younger, Tiger always wanted to eat hamburger because he was fat. You know, like if that wasn't already implied, right? Like, oh, gosh. like she always wanted to hammer, but you know, money was was tight, and so I would always tell him, like, you know, why you always want to go and eat hamburger? We can eat at home, save money, and yeah, that's very Chinese. Very whatever. Chinese, yeah. And my mom like, says that to yeah, yeah. me today. Yeah. And she's like, but you were so fat, and you, and you know, I you're my 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 baobe, right? Like, yeah, yeah, and yeah. I, yeah. My, I my treasure, to, yeah, yeah, precious, yeah. And I wanted to, you know, make sure you're happy, and 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 things were so hard back then that you know I was already so strict. You know, we all have super. Superwoman moms, right? And especially Chinese moms, right? Like they do so much to mm. make it happen. And she's like, but I didn't I didn't want you to not have what you wanted, but I also was worried about your health. So I'd always break down and buy you a hamburger and you'd be so happy, you'd be eating it. And then I'd get so mad. And again, this is like, this sounds horrifying, right? But this was the reality back then. She's like, and then I would get mad at you. It was like, oh, look at you, how fat you are. You're an embarrassment. Like, you you know, we have to go here. We, can, we lose money. And then my friends laugh how fat you are and how terrible you are. And you were so fat that you'd be going from so happy eating the hamburger to like crying. And then I would feel bad because now I made you feel bad. Yeah. But you were so fat that you couldn't stop eating the hamburger. So you'd be like, <laughs> so you'd be half crying, half eating the hamburger, right? Oh my right? gosh. So anyway. So you got trauma with hamburgers. Yeah, man. Yeah, 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 I, got, yeah, yeah. I got some real mom issues. I got some... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyway, so like... That so be... you got into martial arts. <laughs> yeah, yeah, sorry. So I got into martial arts because... uh it wasn't, sister. Yeah, it wasn't because I just, I guess, wanted to stop being fat, but... Um, it just hit me right. Like I was in puberty, right? I was like 12 or 13 or something like that. Okay. Um, my sister started training at a comfort and that's why I always love and appreciate my sister. She's always more willing to try things than I am. Like I, I'm open-minded, I think, but she's just one of those, like, I overthink to where I don't end up doing things. She doesn't think enough and then just goes straight for it, which is Sometimes good, you know, right? On both hands. Like, Every, you know? Both of those personality types have their advantages yeah. and disadvantages. Sometimes yeah. you should think more and sure. do less. Sometimes sure. I should do more, think less, right? Gotcha, gotcha. Yeah. And so we started doing training at this local kung fu school, and it just so happened to be a very good one. Um, was it, what style was it? I it guess, was uh, Mi Zong Mo uh, It was uh, Northern Latin. Shaolin. Uh, uh, so, you know, like most oh, kung fu. Lo Han. Lo Han, okay. yeah, 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 the yeah, Buddha yeah. fist or whatever, right? Like the 108. Like low high, yeah, 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 but yeah. uh, little differences, you know, a lot of styles here are said in Cantonese because, right, the majority of the you know, from features, the southern style, yeah, 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 and even if it's northern, but that's another like, we should do a podcast about just the history of that. Oh, the history, but of so my teacher was like a Cantonese guy, so in Cantonese, like, uh, me, my Jong Lahorn or whatever, my Cantonese is terrible, okay, so, okay, uh, but yeah, it's a northern Shaolin style, it's known for its big sweeping motions and, and sand scraping steps and, and whatnot, and, okay, uh, yeah, we're very known for our ability to kick sand. As a defensive man, like literally, like I mean, I'm joking, and, and I'm sure there's some martial arts nerds like outraged at that. I just classified it as that, but yeah, like you kick sand and into their eyes, yeah, yeah, yeah and yeah. like the beach, and like you know, or you go to the that's like, hey, whatever works. Well, man. supposedly the style was yeah. because like you know, so many of these styles have these romanticized creations, which I'm sure partly are true, partly are fantasized, right? But supposedly, like the the Lohan, the abbot who created, was like running from like the Manchurian yoke or something like that. That was you know back in the day and. Suppose it's called the Lost Track style because it's kind of a rarer style, right? Uh, but it's Northern Shaolin, 
and he was running away and the way to trick the Manchurian officers chasing him in the snow is he would like kick his feet backwards <laughs> so like to cover the tracks right and so like that was part of it and I then love like that shit. if you fought on the beach you would also use to kick sand and oh my god feet. but i mean it, it it's sounds, like a wuxia yeah, yeah it yeah, sounds yeah, yeah, so yeah. ridiculous yeah. once you're away from that life like i'm not about that life no more but in as a kid trying to learn about you, my you culture you inspired me i'm going to kick some sand yeah tomorrow. like <laughs> it, i loved it i loved it so um, we trained that style and great, great, that, okay. uh, I, so you really got into it in so in the 12th grade because of your sister okay mm -hmm. um, was it do you feel like did you also feel like you had to change your diet or something or like your, your exercise no I was out? still lazy as shit and I was oh, still, still lazy I, mean, I, I didn't really learn how to I feel eat eat until like fucking at least college and even then was like a crapshoot because I was but what had happened was you know once I started training it it just taught my classic stories right of like it taught me discipline. It taught me oh. like, yo, if you put in this work, because yeah. nothing I had done up until that point, because like my parents put me in piano and all this stuff. I was, in, I, I didn't. Even though times were tough, I still got to have a really great childhood. Great, I got to great. play sports. Got to do, like they made it work. And then when I look back now, as like a fucking starving, broke ass actor right in LA, I'm like, how the fuck do I take care of myself? Where I look at my parents and I think, how did they allow me to have so many opportunities? My sister with the budget that they had. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, it's crazy, yeah. Um, yeah. That's why I'm probably not gonna get married for a yeah, little yeah. bit. <laughs> Thanks, Obama, no, I'm just joking. But, uh, but like, yeah, so when I started training, I think that was the first, because it didn't happen overnight. Now, you know, when we're talking about it in hindsight, it makes all the sense, right? Mm. The dots all start connecting. But yeah. um, back then, no, just I think the, mate, the most important thing was that it helped me like learn about my Asian, my, my Chinese roots. Oh, great. Because Kung Fu is my connection. Everything, and here's another thing, like in, not to say anything bad about Dallas, because I love Dallas, and now it's very different. They embrace it, but back then, if you just like any place you live in, fuck, it could be the reverse. If you're like a white guy in China, I don't know, or wherever, like you might not be looked upon as very highly because you're not the majority, right? Mm -hmm. And so I felt honestly growing up kind of like a second class citizen. Oh, maybe not even like steered, whatever. What was the class that Jack from Titanic was on? You know, like, oh, like the Lord. steerage, yeah, like yeah. dance, like because you know, I, I, I never felt like people took my opinions my my thoughts seriously because okay okay it didn't fit in right i think it's a very common thing you know yeah um and kung fu was the thing that really made me feel like proud kind of like and, I, and i'm not comparing myself to bruce Lee, but when i would learn about bruce that's what i loved about bruce because he talked about that's where he found his his strength his pride is that we have such a and this is one aspect of of our culture where like that was what made him feel so proud that martial arts was a thing that we could not to say ownership of, but to prove ourselves, yeah. you know, to, and not because of the fighting, but like it opened up my eyes that like, man, Chinese culture, my whole life I've been told was backwards, weird, different because it wasn't accepted in like Western white predominant culture, right? Like, oh, you eat dogs, you eat whatever, right? Because now, and again, it's different. Now people are more accepting, not a hundred percent well, but like it's, it's different. It right. is. It's much different where like people are willing to like try like uni or you know balu or whatever and not right. think of you as a savage because you're not right it's just right. different from what they going know. back to like the whole internet yeah like thing. fucking sriracha yeah. bro like yeah. i remember having that shit in my fridge as a kid and be like oh you eat cock sauce like and now i can't get you to fucking stop talking about sriracha right, these you know? white people yeah 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 um, and kung fu was the and, and you know for a lot of people stereotypical right where yeah. they do the whole like crane kick yeah thing yeah they're thing. like yeah but that was the first time in my life I was like fuck it i don't care i like oh. this i love this i don't give a shit what you think wow you know and and that you know, gave me my balls back, right? Right, right, right. Um, and so that's the start. And luckily for me, you know, I met some good people there. And 
Um, they help develop, you know, like give me that pride, give me that yeah. confidence, you know. Were all the Asian people of Dallas in that school? Or? <laughs> the funny thing, no. I mean, there wasn't that many. There wasn't. I mean, like, our teacher was Chinese, but not really. I mean, a lot of people were white people. Like, oh, cool. Sifu Adam, he was a right guy. He was really good to me. Like he would always yeah. watch out for me. I remember he gave me rights. Just, like he picked me from high school one time. Like oh, he had yeah, a Subaru, yeah. so I looked like a badass. You know? Oh, nice, nice. Yeah, he was he was a good guy, and and uh, most of them were white people and. There also was a fair share of weird, creepy white people with like the Asian fetish, you know. Yeah, but yeah, yeah. point is, it was my community. It was my fucking tribe, you know. My did your sister keep up with it too? Or uh, she's still trans, yeah. But yeah, yeah. She, that's what I have to appreciate about her is like, I think the dynamics are also different because sometimes if you were with someone who was really hardcore into it, it keeps you there more. Ah. But yeah. the fact that she wasn't, but was supportive of me and like my dad and my, I think my dad loved it too because he he's like a historian. He loves culture he's talented loves history and so is my mom that i think that's why they liked it was like hey one it got me in shape two it uh man i wish i was still in that shape (laughs) bad shit now but the two the second one was like it just it it taught me about my culture it made me want to learn more about it because before like look i think a lot of kids especially not growing up here in the bay or new york where like the culture is more strong yeah like you don't want to be that not because it's bad it was it just it's it's hard i hate saying it now because then people think like you're taking some sort of stance against no it's just when you're made to feel like a second-class citizen, and again, that's another conversation. Like, oh, you were made, you didn't make a choice. Like some fucking Kanye, like you know what he's been saying lately, right? Like his whole like slavery is a choice shit. Like that's not. Oh shit, you didn't know about that? I, well, anyways, yeah, yeah we'll yeah. have Kanye on the podcast. Uh, yeah, yeah. I'm not. Let's get this I'm not saying that Kanye said that, but I'm saying there's just such a weird, I think, like zeitgeist idea these days where like racism is a choice. It's not, bro. Like. Like, or the effects of it. Yes and no, but, like, I get what they're saying. It's like, sometimes when people affect you to a certain way, yeah, you can only, at a certain point, you're triggered by it based on how you're reacting, right? Yeah. But at the same time, there's something very real about, like, when you are not the majority of things and yeah. people are telling you and, like, cha- trying to change you, especially yeah. at that age. Like, we're grown men now. We're, yeah. If yeah. someone wants to try to change me and it's not something that I want to do or it's for the worst, I can see it. I can sure. understand it. Yeah. When you're a kid, you don't. And that's, I think, what most people don't realize, like, when we talk about these things, right? Yeah. And so when I was a kid, man, yeah, like, I had plenty of people tell me, like, you know, oh, yeah, like, Chinese shit's backwards, or, like, you're eating, you know, like, so what do you want to do? Yeah. You want to fit in, right? Yeah. Nothing yeah. wrong. I wasn't, like, some sellout. I wasn't, like, bleaching my skin, getting eyelid surgery or some shit like that. But it did make me want to, like, act more American. Also being... Second generation, you know? Yeah, yeah. We want to, like, we are the ones who have to prove this shit, you know? Like, we're really American. Yeah. Yeah, it's we're... generational, too, you Sure, know? sure. Um, so, yeah, like, Kung Fu was the thing that, like, both figuratively and literally taught me to fight back. Ah. Where I was like, it's okay. Not okay, like, I, didn't, I shouldn't have to qualify that. It's like, it's badass to be proud that I do Kung Fu, that I do these, like, great, like, I can do a spin kick or whatever, right? Because yeah. it is, it's fun. It's fun, yeah. And I shouldn't be made to feel like an asshole. Like, that's why I think it's always so funny when people make fun of Asian people for doing martial arts. Like, when a non-Asian person does, like, wow, you are very cultured and you know so how it kicks some ass. But when an Asian does it, it's, like, comical. Like, no, this guy can maybe kick your ass, you know? Like, yeah, yeah. But anyway, so that's, uh, and then that just led to me to be proud of it. To kind of embrace it, to kind of find that balance, where like so you had more confidence in high school, yeah. it seems. And then yeah, yeah. that's what carried, because then that's what got me into being more like, you know, like open to being uh, like in performing stuff. Like great, you know? okay. And when I, did that start? Like, actually, I'm kind of man. Curious, but, yeah. I, that's the other thing is kung fu. What did got it me? start with kung? So yeah. So the first, I guess, taste of performance, you probably performed as the a, demo team. Yeah, just like yeah. a lot of like. Well, yeah. I mean, I had done little like like little plays, or I was. Uh, I can say there was a lot of confidence. 
Miss Samuelson's third grade play, I was the critically acclaimed hyena number 20. I uh, <laughs> Probably my best... Best work yeah, so far. Best, we, the whole play was... Uh, was a knockoff of the Lion King, but that was really big back then. And uh, copyright infringement, yeah. man. <laughs> Hyena number seven, but uh, or whatever it was. But I've always been a ham. Uh, obviously, I'm talking a majority of this podcast. Everybody hates me now. So, but like, I I got the gift of gab, gift of jab. What can I say? But um, I like to perform. Good. And I think martial arts was that extension, and it, that's what I still love. But like doing the demos, you know, whether it's lion dance, whether it was performance, oh, okay. yeah, yeah, that's what got me, and that's what made me like. And in junior high, it's just tough. Like I did, you know, talent shows, whatever. But when I went to high school, I went to performing arts high school. Oh wow! Yeah, and okay. um, in Dallas, huh? Yeah, so it was really cool because it's it's a not even like a there's like a really uh, there's another really good pri- uh, private school that like it's hard to get into, but the one that I went to was like the public school. You okay. had to try out and stuff, but it was cool because you could basically like, major while you're in high school. So they have like a oh. theater program, a law program, like a doctor program, or a medical. Um, I think an engineer, like, and they also had like an RTF, like a TV production one, right? Oh, wow. So you go to school, like regular, you know, school, but you yeah. also have like a concentration. So mine was theater, right? Like performing. Oh, cool. And, uh, that's what I, I don't think I would have had the balls because I didn't know anything about like doing a monologue or whatever as a kid. And, yeah, yeah. Yeah. But that's what got me into it. And also back then, like, I think it taught me, it gave me that little chip on my shoulder. Like, I'm going to prove you wrong. Um. You know, like I want to represent like my little whatever journey was like trying to represent what I didn't see growing up. Okay. You know? Maybe that's like a very like illusions of grandeur, but to this day I still feel like every commercial I've been in, every modeling thing that I did, every basic cable TV movie that had a small role or whatever. Yeah. I Jurassic would... Games, check it out. Oh yeah. yeah. We'll talk about that. We gotta plug that. <laughs> but those were those things that I had hoped people could like maybe there was some fucking kid out there who saw it because I know I'm sure you did this too like when we'd watch TV and you'd see like a glimpse of an age like oh who's that rewind yeah, that yeah. shit who's pause that it yeah you American know? Girl uh, yeah 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 oh this show's okay <laughs> yeah and, and, and uh, so yeah that's what got in so my high school I, I you know it's funny the reason I, I mentioned earlier why it's weird to brag is I kind of felt like a loner I didn't really think I was like really anybody in high school people knew me because my name look my name is fucking tiger yeah and you wouldn't believe it now but i had long hair down my fucking ass wow you know i was like, like uh, that was at the height of my like uh metrosexual like pretty boy look whatever shit okay and um so i you just stick out you know you just yeah, stick yeah, out yeah, right yeah, and yeah. i was flamboyantly awesome um did you ever see that details magazine it says yeah Asian fuck or gay? that guy fuck yeah. that shit dude that was during high that's offensive to asians and to gay people like double like, whammy what? yeah i was like uh wait are I, I, I didn't understand. I was like, what the fuck? I did a whole college report on that, man. Oh, really? Yeah. 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 I was just like, Asian or gay? I'm like, what the Why fuck? does it have to be either? You know, like, why can't why? you just have a, a satchel? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I remember, like, they, they, they fucking, there's like a diagram of, like, what, like. I looked at that. I was just like, I was just flabbergasted. And people don't so get to that's like, they're like, oh, that was so long ago. Yeah, that was like maybe 10 years ago. But the fact that that shit happened at any point in the 2000s is like, what the fuck, right? Yeah, what the fuck? But anyway, so like high school, uh, sorry, I'll finish this up real quick. Um, yeah, I I had my little niche where people knew me, obviously, because of my name or whatever. I didn't have like a whole bunch of people, but... You weren't a theater or like uh, uh, were you the theater geek? Nah, no, man. Like... I mean, I was a theater kid, but I wasn't like wearing all black with a beret, like... Oh, because you played one, I think, in Acceptance or something. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, Anyways. Martino, but um, yeah, I mean, I wasn't your stereotypical theater person, but... And I'll be honest, like, that's the other thing is like, I did it because like a lot of people want to feel like accepted with the freaks and geeks kind of thing. I've yeah, always yeah. felt like I was more of a freak. Good and show, geeks. by the way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh, freak geek, maybe All like punk people, rock though, kind of person, you know. But yeah, 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 yeah. I didn't feel fit in there either because when I was a kid, doing theater too was like, 
Everybody want to fucking do, uh, what's it? Ah, oh, fuck, why is it blaming me? I, I curse so much. Um, what's that? Ah, Daniel Day-Lewis was in the movie adaption. The, uh, the play about the Salem witch trials. Crucible? Crucible, Crucible, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Was Every- Nona Ryder in that? I think so, I think so. What a cutie. But I just remember everybody wanted to do Crucible, right? Yeah. Like, in high school. And, you uh, yeah, know, yeah. And when you're in high school, you don't realize, like, you're just a bunch of dumbass kids. But, like, because, you know, you have the older kids who, they look like adults to you at that point, right? Like, yeah. chain smoking when no one's looking. Oh, um, I didn't smoke, but keep your lungs clean, kids. But it was, like, a lot of those. And I remember, like, someone even told me, when, it was a parent. Uh, we did Guys and Dolls. I was Angie the Axe, right? I can't sing a note to save my life, but okay. I was Angie the Axe. I had one line, and it was a big deal as a freshman, right? Oh, or whatever cool, I was, cool. sophomore. Yeah, yeah. And I, I said to him, like, hey, you know, like, Guy Masterson's in town, or just some shit like that, some shitty Chicago accent. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I was so proud of myself. My mom my, my mom didn't even go see my play. Like, my, my parents, like, that's the thing about Asian people. Like, they don't, it's not that they don't support you, but they don't, you know what I mean? Like, it's not the same as like white kids where yeah, their parents were, you know. I, I I think they went to one of my plays. I, well, wait, to... Were you a high school theater kid? I we didn't have a theater track. We only had theater plays, and that was like the only way to get my my theater oh, gotcha. my performance. What play was what plays did you do? I was in the Matchmaker, and I was in uh, the Cuckoo's Nest. Oh, okay. Yeah, Who were yeah. you in the Cuckoo's Nest? I was a Scantron, the guy with the, the the toolbox. Oh, okay. Yeah, he's like, this is my toolbox, you know. I was hoping you're like, uh, what is the name? Uh, Indian Joe? Is that? I'm not. I wasn't that big. Was that his name? Yeah, Indian Joe. We had. Can a we free... even call him that anymore? Is it like Native he, American Joe? We had a guy. Oh shit! I still remember like. We had a dude, he was like, I think Filipino or Samoan, but he was like a big, yeah. uh, you know, big dude. And fucking, he fit Indian Joe perfect. I remember, I, I love doing that play. Yeah, yeah, nice, yeah, nice. yeah, yeah. But yeah, sorry. You oh, know, no, no, no. I, so, I just interested about Indian Joe. Uh, so yeah, like I, I was in Guys and Dolls and this parent walked up to me, right? And yeah. honestly, that parent was surprised me. They were pretty like liberal, open-minded. And like, oh, you know, uh, we really liked the performance, but like Tiger, like you did a good job, but like it was hard to believe that an Asian person would be allowed to say those things back then. And this was before Hamilton, I guess. Yeah, yeah. And, and to be fair, <laughs> I get what she was saying. But again, what it was was like, we just watched a fucking play where a bunch of high school kids played like, you know, like gangsters and whatever. And you know, and people who know um, the play, like, was it Nicely Nicely? The He's like a 300-pound guy who can sing and dance and whatever, right? Yeah. Well, some kid was wearing a fat suit playing it. And so, like, I'm sitting there thinking, like, okay, so your issue with this play was that what took you out of it was that there was a person of color in it, right? Like, oh wait, as a high school, you you spot this? No, she like this is what she was basically relating. To okay, me. okay, okay. Like she like cause she was telling me like, oh yeah, like I just it was just weird seeing a Chinese person being in that. I'm like, you talk about like colorblind casting or whatever, like because my school is kind of one of those like hippy dippy schools, right? That's cool. And you can allude, you can suspend the success uh, or suspense or whatever of disbelief, right? That some. 16 year old kid, yeah, 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 can yeah. be in a fat suit and play an adult and sing and dance. Like, uh, you know, like a 400 pound man can be this triple threat. But an Asian person says one line and it took you out of the whole play, right? And and I think that's why I always gravitated more and more because I was like, I was like, fuck that. Like, no, like, stop. Because, yeah, you know, fuck and, that shit, dude. Fuck. Uh, but yeah, so I did that shit and um, I was class president my senior year because, uh, I, again, I just chip on my shoulder because. Every year, the people who were running were the same people, right? Like the plastics or whatever, right? And my cabinet, they were the awesome. Plastics. But I mean, no, they were awesome. They were all awesome, white people, I guess. Yeah, yeah and yeah, this yeah, one yeah. girl, I felt so, because when I look back on it now, man, I should just give it to her, but fuck that. Uh, she was like class presence and she was like a kid. Her, her sister was her mom, but like it's in her family, right? Uh, this and, sounds like a movie, yeah, well, yeah. Well, and then yeah, the yeah. day I decided to run was like literally like senior year. Like she'd been present every year except for that. And I was a dick. Like, I, God, I, I wrote these, like, again, I, if you look at how I did it now, it's, oh, terrible. But, and no, okay, 
it's too much stuff. Like it's hard to describe, but maybe if we were on video, I would, but anyway, I made these signs. Her name was, oh gosh, I don't think I should say her name, but her last name was, can I say that? Was that, is that weird? I mean, it's maybe up to should, her. It's okay, up to yeah, you. I, I, I won't say it, but I made like little puns, like little about her name, about, you know, don't let this tiger get whatever, blah, blah, blah. And um, I remember I, because here's the benefit of like being a freaking geek is we got to give these speeches, right? Yeah, yeah. Uh, in front of the, uh, the school and on our local TV station, right? Or our yes. local school station, right? Right. And um, I got good with the kids who did the R, the RT or the RV stuff or AV stuff, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so she just gave like a pretty standard good speech and I got up there and I was like, hey, like how crazy can I get? Like what do you mean? Like there's like a green screen here. Like, yeah. It's like, could you like make a green screen of like a tiger face? And because, I mean, what a limited I knew technology I knew, I was, I was going to hold the green screen. So there'd be a tiger, and all you see is like a CGI tiger, and then I drop yeah. it, and then I appear. I even put her name on a board, like a wooden board, because like my platform was like, I can do kung fu, right? Yeah. I broke the board with her name on it. Like, I made like an effigy of her, like, roundhouse kicked it, oh which my. is all terrible, like, right? Like, when I say this out now, like, oh. But at that time, like, it wasn't like I was trying to, you know, like, promote... Women this is like me. fucking Cobra Kai. I kicked the competition. Yeah, but, I think, but the reason any of that mattered is because I think people finally saw that like it wasn't business as usual. And yeah. That someone like actually cares. I was really passionate about it, right? And to be fair, I was the worst president. I I, I took them through PizzaGate. Wait, oh wait, that's I don't mean to make fun of the actual PizzaGate. The other PizzaGate. Uh, I I I derided funds for prom to other things that were. No, I'm just joking. I just <laughs> whoa, I was the whoa, most whoa, corrupt whoa. president RHS has ever. No, no. Whoa. I'm just joking. I'm just joking. Um, yeah, but. Yeah. She should have been present because she probably like because you planned prom right all that yeah. shit and I mean I did an okay job of it but it was like not she would have probably done better to be honest okay but that was those little things and I think martial arts to tie this all shit together martial arts if I didn't have that I wouldn't have gone there I wouldn't have gone to performing arts school I wouldn't have the balls to have tried to buck the system or whatever right 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 I right. wouldn't have balls to have gotten an agent to be in a, you know to do this to have these dreams like as an adult right as we get older we start I think. Finding ways of talking ourselves out of doing our passions versus when you're a kid, you you always find ways to talk yourself into doing them. Mm. You know, because it's like it's like you have nothing to lose, right? Okay. You know, and, and I don't know, maybe this is something you've but it's like Rocky. Remember Rocky three? Yeah. Where he's like running on the beach, he's like, yeah, yeah. Like, yeah, yeah. like Rocky, what's wrong? Like, I got you much to lose. You know, like, you the baby. I, that's my Stallone. But you know, like and, and I don't know, I'm not saying I'm like fucking Stallone or whatever, like right. Rocky, but like as I get older, yeah, like you start thinking more about risks. And whether you want to take them or not, right? Okay, yeah. Whereas yeah. when you're younger, it's like I don't give a fuck. Let's do this shit. You know? Right, so. right. Because I think as we're older, I know it's it's in my head, but I feel like sometimes time is slipping away, right? Yeah, yeah. we're we're not going to be we're as young. Like, I mean, we're, we're relatively, relatively we're young. still very young in the big stream of things, but like, dude, we're not some twenty year old kid who can keep making stupid mistakes, you know? Right. Not that I'm saying you are, or we yeah, are, but yeah. yeah. But like, and and it's there's also this thing about uh, yeah, go go go. For do it. you want it? Okay, so, oh yeah, I got it. I'm doing um, a very Asian thing right now. He's I'm, giving me water right yeah, now. Like I mean, I, I'm sorry. Did you want to record video or no? You're cool. With just oh, I'm cool. Yeah, I'm ugly as shit and I'm tired. Okay. okay. Yeah. Uh, but um, uh, what I was gonna say, um, white girls. Uh, <laughs> nice transition. So did you? So I'm guessing your your ex girlfriends are all white girls. Or? Okay, well let's back the train up. Why 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 do you assume, sir? Because what 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 says what about me says I got a taste for the white ladies? Well, be, I'm just thinking of your demographic, like oh. in, in in your your performing art school. Mm. Like, sorry, I'm gonna, the sounds gonna be sound weird for a second. I'm oh, you're fixing the, uh, but um. But, um, this isn't live though, right? Like people. No, no, I'm gonna out. edit this. Yeah. So, 
going back to yeah, I mean, so as far as the racial demographic of your high school and stuff, when did you start? Like, did your was your household like, oh, you can't start dating until college, or they they were pretty like whatever. I don't think they fucking gave a shit. I'll be honest, and like, yeah, not to throw my sister on the bus, but like, she was just doing so much crazy shit back then that like, my parents were like, look, just just make sure you don't get anybody pregnant. Yeah, <laughs> wear don't get, a, don't get like a drug habit and don't. Just don't die. Yeah, okay, know? okay. But I'm, look, I'm a goody two-shoes. I, I mean, I have like a little whatever streak in me, but anyway. But yeah, no, uh, I, you know what's funny? I did not have helicopter parents. And that's one. That's another, maybe that's another topic for another day, but I think there is a big difference, like especially growing up in Texas, why it was kind of like, you know, my parents worked a lot. They weren't around a lot to like, Take care of us, and I don't say this in any bad way. It's just I was have abandonment issues. Yeah, I do. I do. I'm a latchkey kid, right? Like, and so is my sister. But like, they never censored us, and and in many regards, like, I'm so thankful for it. But in the other, in some regards, like, I kind of wish my parents pulled the reins in on me a little bit, right? Yeah. And they weren't bad parents, but again, it's just different. But like, if we're talking about Asian parents, right? Yeah. Some parents, man, I think do it to a crippling state. It's like crazy. Where yeah. their kids are like socially inept, right? Right. They don't right. know. And like, and it sucks. I'm not making fun of them, but you see it. And I think in Texas, more of the Asian families that I saw were like that. Their okay. kids kind of grew up like automatons, no personality. And, and, and the ironies are probably very successful with these awesome jobs and making, you know, you know what I'm saying? Like, like, yeah, but yeah. I've met some of them and, but are they, they happy? Are they knows, happy? Right? Yeah. There. But again, yeah, that's, yeah. that's judging. That's, that's my, judgmental. Yeah. That's me projecting shit. But, yeah, but yeah, I, yeah. I say that because it's, it's universal, right? It's not just a white Asian, whatever black thing. It's, it's, it's can happen. Right. But what I will say about it was because my parents, um, were a little less like strict. I mean, like, look, they laid down the law when it needed to be, but like, I didn't have as many issues there. Cause you know, it's like, it's like the classic things. Like you look at like a lot of like, Overly religious families, like like sometimes they like talk about Mormons, right? When, uh, when they have those like super strict code of law, yeah. they end up doing porn or some shit like that because like you know because and I think it's just the extremes. It's just extremes, right, right. right? Like there, I mean, we're here in the valley and there's yeah. a lot of porn. Um, and there's some families where they're yeah. too open, and then those kids become very conservative because you want to be what you're what you're not. You know what I mean? Like it's an interesting yeah. uh, pendulum swing. Yeah. right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And my parents were very open, and and I have great ability to talk to my parents. Not perfect, but great and. They were also very. You open. spoke to English with them, or Chinese, or a mix. A little bit of both. A little, little bit of both. Okay, um, and, but they're both of their language abilities. Speaking are. of which, you made a really good short film that uh, kind of delves with that. That I want to kind of talk shout to you out. Yeah. Shout out. Yeah, yeah. But uh, why I say all that shit is because uh, you know when I was growing up, when you asked about like, oh, what are you dating, whatever, like, yeah, yeah, how was the dating um, scene? Yeah. They didn't limit me, so I just kind of figured this shit out as I got older. Like you know what I mean? Like that's what I'm saying. Like when he's like, oh, you know, when were you allowed? My, my parents didn't allow me to do anything and not disallow me to do anything. That makes sense. Like I didn't like, you know what I mean? Like I obviously need their approval on some stuff, but like my parents have always been the type where like you make your own decisions, your own choices. Yeah. Yeah. But at the same time, like you have that Asian shadow of like you're crippled. You're like, I don't want to disappoint. You know what I mean? So yes. So the, yeah, kind of, uh... I, I think mine was much different. Like I just, I feel like I just started dating. It just happened naturally. Oh, cool. No one had to tell me. Yeah. I just knew, like, you know, like, I had a girlfriend probably when I was, like, 12 or 30, but it was nothing, wow. like, it wasn't, like, a serious girlfriend, right? It was, yeah, like, your yeah. first kiss kind of girlfriend, like, holding oh, hands. Oh, cool, nice. And then high school, of course. Um, but, okay, so going back to the dating thing, like, yeah, yeah. Were like, you a popular guy? <sighs> that's such a loaded question. Um, I only had one girlfriend in high school. I think I was a memorable guy, if that okay. makes sense. But, like, as far as 
Sorry, so, okay. Wait, what do you mean popular? Like, do you mean, like, popular in school, or, like... Did you have a lot of uh, girlfriends in high school? Yeah, I guess. Oh, man. I'm just so creative. Um, <laughs> no, I mean, honestly, not really. I mean, like, I I had experiences, right? Like, that's the thing, like, I... And, and this is another thing, like, when we talk about children, like, I wasn't... I can't complain that I was, like, the lovelorn Asian guy, you know, like... You were, like, you weren't lo- lo- long duck dong, I guess. Yeah, right? yeah, and, yeah, and that's why I feel bad, because I don't want to make fun of anybody for that, because, like, that's gotta suck. Yeah, But yeah. I'm not gonna sit here and pretend I was some, like, Lothario or, like, you know, Casanova. I, I just feel like I had a very, like, quintessential normal way of, like, dating someone in high school. And oh, then, cool. Like, you did know, you have, like, your first love and stuff yeah, like that? Yeah, yeah, like, yeah, and then, yeah, you know, yeah. we broke up, and it was so dramatic, and we got yeah, back together, yeah. and then I did, you know, like, I dated this girl, and then, like, I talked to her best, you know, like, all that stuff, and then... And then at the end of the day, none of it fucking matters. But then you go to college and who the fuck cares, right? Yeah, right, right, yeah. right, right. College, yeah, college is a little different story. College is a lot of fun. Um, okay, okay. That's can, very incriminating. You can get but, into yeah, that. But, uh, uh, but yeah, high school, um, yeah, you're right. I dated a white girl, um, my first love. But again, I'm not, it's weird. I don't say any, like looking back, I'm, I don't think it was really a race thing. Like being Asian, as an Asian male, there definitely is something that I don't think is talked about a lot. Is that like, you are like, what do they say? Like Asian males and black women are like, the two most single type demographics, right? They're the lowest tier in yeah. online dating statistics currently. Yeah, but they, those could be indicative of social norms. And let's yeah, be yeah, clear, yeah, yeah, we're yeah. not saying that. We're not making a judgment. Like I don't see race when I date people. Like I just mm. feel like if you get along with someone, you're attracted to them. Yeah. Asian, black, white, whatever. Like that's all that uh, matters. Yeah, yeah, I totally just, feel you. It yeah, just yeah, matters yeah, yeah. the personality, like how you jive, right? Because look, right, right. there's been plenty, like plenty of girls that I've been with that. Oh god, that sounds terrible. Um, no, I mean, well, you get what I'm saying. Like girls that maybe I didn't think I would be attracted to them, but the person I was fucking amazing. Oh, okay. And then like oh, yeah, you know, yeah. and then people that I was like, man, I think this person and I would get along together great, and they're like, wow, that sucked. Their personality sucks. Yeah. And I'm sure same with me. I'm sure people said the same thing about me. Like, oh, I thought you know. But anyway, um, but yeah, my my first girlfriend um, was white. My first couple, actually, no, 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 I'm trying to think back. My first, and if we go like junior high, I think she's she's Vietnamese, and then it was a white girl, then it was. Some other white. I don't know. It's my, I'm, it's, it's, well, this is like twenty years ago at this yeah, point. Yeah, I'm yeah, to figure, yeah, yeah. But um, no, she was white. I won't say her name because again, keep the yeah keep this innocence or whatever. The, yeah, yeah, guidelines. But uh, yeah, 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 she's yeah. cool. I mean, we had her. We had her typical like figuring shit out, like yeah. you know, making out behind the whatever school or whatever, and doing other things. But I mean, yeah, I just right, trying right, to right. Figure, But um, yeah, yeah, man. I mean, was was there any sort of racial issues at all? I guess is is kind of maybe what I'm um, kind of. There was, but yeah, I think yeah. it's like innocent racial stuff. If anything, okay. it's harder now when you're because like, look, what was there? Like, look, we had most people probably like us against the world, right? Like, but we were just two dumb kids who were in like love yeah. for the first time. And her parents didn't mind. Uh, I think her brother actually married like a Chinese girl. Uh-huh. And it's funny, she had a twin brother who actually kind of like an Asian fetish, so it wasn't like... But yeah, there was some weird stuff, but again, like, it's the type of situation where whether or not any of that was involved at that time, end of the day, it was just, I think it came down to personality. But I'm not being dismissive of the fact that it can be very much involved. Okay. I would say this, like, I've... The women that I've dated, like, really, like, you know, spent time, had yeah. long impact in my life. Yeah. There wasn't as much, but the thing is, I don't think I would have been with somebody that it would have been, right? Does that make sense? Uh, explain. I'm like, curious. I just couldn't see myself being with someone who my race or their race would be an issue. Does that make sense? That does make sense. Like, yeah. it's like a certain type of thinking, you know? Right, right. And I mean, sorry to inter- interject, but, like, something I've been thinking about lately is, like, sure, a lot of Asian guys 
play the victim, say, woe is me, I'm an Asian guy, I'm not, I'm emasculated in the industry, or blah, 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 but... I've been to that, I still struggle with that. Yeah, but. yeah, yeah, but, but I think there is a certain level of, like, no matter what race, or no matter what country you live in, I've been listening to a lot of Jack Ma recently, the uh, yeah, entrepreneur, Jack yeah, Ma, Jack Ma, Alibaba guy, but, like, he's basically saying that no matter what generation, age, race you are, you're gonna have your card, your, 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 uh, 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 deck stacked yeah. against you. You're gonna have your issues regardless. So what you, what can you do? You can change yourself. How you you interact with these issues or these these obstacles and something. I mean, just recently, I've, I've got some girls' numbers recently. I was just like, whoa. And, and, and wait, wait, it's gotta be a lot of them. Wait, no, come on, third time. Third time. There okay, you go. That's ouch. high five, baby. High five. Yeah. Um, I, I could use that for the sink, but yeah. Uh, it, basically, it was just like if you come. If you have that victim mentality, it's really yeah. like it, it. It permeates your energy and how you interact with people. So what? Oh shit, what was I trying to say? Okay, one thing I think needs to be talked about in like as far as the shit. I lost my train of thought. Man, <laughs> we were you're talking, just too busy thinking we, about all those girls you've been uh, macking on. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. I think what I'm trying to say is that um, as Asian American males. You know, there sure there are things that are stacked against us, but you know what? Like, dude, like now with K-pop and a lot of these other things, yeah. there's there is, and now there's this like weird thing. Like, there's this white girl who dated me that had an Asian fetish for what, Asian guys. I was yeah. just like, that's kind of weird. I man, I I wish someone would fetishize me. I terrible. <laughs> that. And again, I'm not gonna be dismissive about how the real creepy and terribleness and the political, but like, look, I'm I'm a very facetious person, self-deprecating, and there, when I am serious, you know it. But when I'm not. I get scared because I don't want someone to get the wrong idea, right? But yeah. like, kind of to your point, I think, correct me if I'm wrong here, yeah. kind of what I feel like what you're saying here is pretty much like Asian males and whatnot is that like, growing up, there's very real issues that these things create, Yeah. but there's also a certain point where you have to kind of be like, look, that's not what it fucking matters. I think every race, every gender, every, whatever it is your hangup is or whatever your struggle is, is you realize there's a point because what are we really arguing? We all we want is to be on some sort of even playing field of like equality, right? Yeah, yeah. So that, like yeah. we have a clean slate that like you are judged by your personality, yeah, by the sum of the parts that you are, not yeah. just by one thing that fucks you over. We and, want love. Yeah, we yeah. want love. Yeah. And, and the, the sucky part about it is, and this is what I, I talk, you know, I've been talking to a lot of people about this lately. Like, I struggle between wanting to be the most triggered, delicate, social justice warrior snowflake that enough is enough. Fuck that. Like, I'm not putting up with any more of this bullshit yeah to also being like yo i'm a realist who realize not everything is a fucking issue of race religion gender and and i don't want to feel like an asshole for sounding dismissive because yeah. i'm not i just mean more of like not everything has to be a thing not everything has to be an uphill battle and oh. i think kind of like what we talked about earlier as we get yeah. older yeah gray as we get older balance so as much as I support these great ideas and these great notions that like we need to make change, we yeah. need to make social changes yeah. and evolve from these backwards way of thinking yeah. to also, we also have to not lose sight of that like sometimes going forward so quickly or doing something without thinking, we do stupid shit. We actually become what we don't want to be, which is like, you know what I mean? Like being the enforcer, like when the minority becomes a majority and then the majority starts, you know, uh, what do you call it? Uh, oppressing the minority that replaced them, you know, like that kind of thing. Right, right. And so same thing as an Asian male. So there's days where like, yeah, I feel you, man. Like I would sit and get pissed off at like, I've had that too, where I was dating a, 
a, a white girl and, and this was back in my kind of like modeling days and again this sounds like oh woe is me whatever but I remember she said something she's like man like you know you're really attracted for an Asian guy and like <sighs> like wow you're like you redeem your race and this was like mid coitus right and I was like I just didn't know what to do. Like, is, do I accept like an Academy Award? Like, thank you on behalf of. But like, dude, that's a back. That's an insulting thing to say. That like, really insulting. Yeah. Maybe if she just lifted at the beginning and stopped. And I get again, I get what she meant. Yeah. Because maybe she'd never been with an Asian guy, but the fact that she said like you've redeemed your race, like, oh what? Like, what if the I had fuck? said that to her or like to any other person of color, like, what the fuck? Like, you that's a ra- that's... clearly racist, misogynistic, whatever, right? Like, terrible thing. I, I was with a, a, a Latina and... Um, I like that you added the, the accented A. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Who's the racist now? And uh, I was, James. no joke, like uh, we were like uh, making out and she's like, dude, you Asian guys, you guys are undercover freaks. <laughs> and I was like, fuck, I'll take that compliment. Because like for her, she's like, oh, we're like, you know, tibbing nice. But like once we get under the covers, dude, we fucking, we, some Asian guys can fucking like, ro- you know, and I, the, 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 the thing is, we're just guys. Yeah. That, we're just guys. Yeah. And guess what? Some guys can can they know how to like, you know, do it well in the, in the sh- under the sheets, and some don't. And we're that's guys. Just well, and that's what I think. That's the bullshit of it. It's like end of the day, like yeah. Look, I'm not saying stereotypes are real, but I understand where they come from. I understand this. You know, like we joke about it. I, I'm not a believer of stereotypes. I won't want to reinforce them, but like. Look, cultures have influences that change certain perceptions of this, that, whatever, right? Sure, sure, like, sure. I mean, it's just natural. Like, and it, it's like it's like nurture and nature kind of shit, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I think a lot of us, like, we just want to be on this even playing field of, like, especially in America, right? I think why it's so hard here when we discuss it because America was born in these, supposedly, right? Like, born in these principles of, like, we should not judge by the color of your skin, your creed, whatever, you know? But, like, just give us an even chance to be, we might be these things, let us prove you wrong. Not because, you know... We're trying to prove that what we're doing is right or wrong, but more of like, we should all be looked as equals, right? And right, the, meritocracy. Yeah, yeah, and in, yeah, yeah. And in the dating realm, there's a lot of that. Like you were saying, like, sometimes I'm just like, look, man, I'm just some dude, like, that happens to be Asian. Yes. Would I, I would be lying and being disingenuous if I didn't say, like, yeah, the way that I am as, an, as a man has an Asian influence. Like, I'm, I don't know, like, I, you know what I really fucking hate is when I hear people say, like, Asian men are like, because like, look, I get that there's that stereotype and where it comes from, but like that we're like women beaters, that we're uh, like those are just Korean men stereotypes. Oh, <laughs> fuck, I'm not even, oh that's, but but you know what I'm saying? Like, there's that. When, like, I love, I, I you know, yeah, James that's is a, on your, that's a you're stereotype. On your own there, you're I'm on just your saying own that's a stereotype. I'm not saying that's what I believe. That's just a stereotype. But yeah, no, but he, but he's these are real things. Some people don't hear about outside of like L.A. or whatever, yeah, but. Yeah. But or even like you know some people still think like I want to like bind some woman's feet or something you know what I mean like some what? crazy shit like I'm some sort of misogynist you know like do Asian I mean? women have their fucking they like they've got their uphill battle and, and too, the thing for that's sure. yeah, what yeah. I find so striking like it's just strikingly odd about that yeah I wasn't how I was raised man and I wasn't raised that way not just out of the fluke book I had a strong Asian mom who and I had a strong like sister who taught me to respect women yeah yeah not because it's like it was forced because like that's the, like you know the, the woman is the backbone of any family fuck yeah yeah and not because it's like i'm sorry like these bullshit racial or i'm sorry uh misogynistic but it's like yeah. my mom was a super my mom was my mom she was my dad my yeah. mom taught me how to be a man yeah you know what i'm saying and 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 so i think the dating realm is really kind of sketched by that because like you're either seen as like some lowly like incel uh dickless you know 
I don't, what's, what's the lowest Greek alphabet letter? I don't know. Like non-alpha male. Beta, but, yes. I think beta is, I'm a strong beta. I will say that. I might not be alpha, but I'm a wiry beta. But like, <laughs> I feel like I don't omega or whatever, right? Or you're like this horrible, like backwards, you know, uh, Fu Manchu, terrible person to women, right? Right, sure, and sure. And the thing that's fucked up about it is like, look, let's just be very honest here. There are people who are like that from both of those extremes. Of course. But it's not um, because they're fucking Asian. Yeah. I mean, I don't know, maybe, I don't but like there's also white people who are like that. Yes. XYZ gender man or whatever race it like that, right? Right. And I think that's the thing that I find just most fucking alarming is that to this day so exactly like, look, progress takes a while. But. Right, right. And and the thing is about this um is that it's not it's not mutually exclusive in the sense that oh, you can't like this is where I think there's a conundrum where there's people who are self-loathing Asians. They don't want to be yeah, Asian. They right. want to be as white as possible. They, a lot of Asian actors, for economic reasons, change their last name. Yeah. I know one guy from my... my I went. To, I did some theater in college, and he changed his last name. So I, I can't know. do that. Do you know why? If I, if I change my name to, like, Tiger... Tiger Smith. Fitzpatrick, it's just... <laughs> It causes more problems, you know? Like, right, right, right. Yeah. Um, but anyways, one thing I want to circle back to is, oh, sorry, I, I got the point now. Like Jack Ma was saying that, sure, there's all these issues, right? But what can you really change? Can you change the world? Can you change other people? If, you're, if your purpose of life is trying to change other people, you have it backwards. You, you're putting, you know, you should change yourself first. Yeah. Okay? Yeah. So like, because Very if you can change... Yeah, way yeah. of thinking yeah, and then kind of like what Gandhi said, be the change you want to see in the world. And that's something... Gee, even Gandhi was kind of a... Gandhi, he... He, yeah, there were some... There, he, he did some controversial stuff, yeah. like, I guess, like, with the, the girls in the bed, like, try to yeah. test himself, I guess. But um, you guys can look Google that or whatever. But um, anyways, uh, I, 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 I think that I, I accept this struggle, mm-hmm. whatever struggle, like... Or this perceived struggle, or, or no, this is a real struggle. You've taught we. It's it's known like in the Asian male community, Asian male uh, heterosexual community of like this emasculation. You know what? Fuck it. I I I take on that struggle, and real talk. Uh, and you can probably maybe be be able to speak to this, but living. I lived in Taiwan for a couple of years, and I was just like, whoa, this is what a white guy feels like, kind of sometimes. Because as an Asian, well, a, a little different because I'm an ABC right or ABT. Um, do, uh, real quick, do people call us ABT? No, ABC is the common thing. Right? Yeah, I, I'm just, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, uh, you know. Someone uh, got mad at me one time for not saying, not AB, but something like that. Because I just, assumed, but it's, what's weird is like, Taiwanese people call me ABT. I'm like, I, or ABC. I'm like, I don't know the terms from a different generation. It's just, it's just more, it's a more commonly used yeah. phrase, ABC. American born Chinese for, for our listeners who don't know. But, uh, yeah, I was just like, whoa, like, I could get chicks you know like because they're like oh you're abc that's kind of and then or i could kind of like if once my chinese got better the second year i was living there they're like oh are you you know i live in taiwan for two years only so but um that was uh taipei yeah yeah um but i was just like this is a really interesting and then i remember on my second year that people were i did some acting there too and then people were like throwing trying to like get me into roles and stuff but i kind of was so missing- why the fuck are you here i i went why back- the fuck are you yeah, here toiling yeah. with some dumbass like me on you know, no, like, no, no. It's kind of like because you're, you're thinking about going to Beijing, right? So we can talk about that. Yeah. Well, I don't know, but we can cut that out. But 
I was just like, whoa, this is kind of interesting. You know, this, this feeling of like, oh, you, this perceived idea that somehow you have something that some, like, that you have some sort of responsibility. Whereas in America, I, it's, we got, I feel, this is a feeling. I don't know how real it is, but there's this feeling like I have to fight to like sh prove myself, right? Whereas in, in, in Taiwan or something, it's like, oh wait, um, there's still that struggle, no no joke. There's a lot of ABC actors now, especially, but I felt that there was a certain like kind of um, niche that I could play up or this kind of, uh, I want maybe exoticism a little bit like as the ABC or this perceived notion that you ever get this idea of like, oh, because like white men, there's this, I think this is an article I read, but like white men are like, perceived as being more executive or being mm. more well, leadership and, and material. I, and I, and to, I got that feeling a little bit. What I hate yeah, to, I, I'm sorry, I don't yeah, mean to yeah, yeah, up, yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. sounding like, like you're the majority, you're not the minority. You're the yeah. majority, yeah, yeah, yeah. And I just like, well, it's interesting. But I was, yeah, anyways, I came back home. Um, I had the opposite. Yeah. <laughs> I go to Asia and they're just like, yeah, you don't fit in. You're No, and I, I got American. that too. I got that too. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Your feet are too big for all of our shoes. I, I remember yeah. like walk like... Your Chinese is terrible. You sound like... Yeah, you're that's if your Chinese is terrible, they can feel... Mm -hmm. um, but I, no, I get what you're saying. I get what no, you're saying. I, I've, I've had that experience too where like, James, you take up a lot of space. You're like I'm like, what? I'm just well, you're sitting. tall, man. You're like no, six, no, man. I'm like sitting. You're like six foot, six one, right? No, no, no. I'm five ten, five eleven. Really? Yeah, what, yeah, you yeah. just have better posture than me. Well, you look so much I, taller than me. Like, <laughs> you're, you're so you're so svelte, man. You're so. Oh, ripped. thank you, thank you, thank you. It's uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, um, but uh, what? Well, I mean, we should wrap it up. It's getting a little bit oh, late, shit, but yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, so sorry. I had my 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 co had had a bunch of questions. Oh no, man. I'll be back. Don't worry. Yeah, yeah. We can do this again. I mean, I'll be yeah. honest. Probably the first part of it was pretty rambling and weird, but I think we got something in the middle. There, there. No, I mean, I think all with the. I think with with any ramble, there's there's nuggets of mm. good stuff. I just don't yeah. want to dominate the conversation. No, no, you you're here to dominate. Ah, okay, no. you're you are here to dominate. Um, very quickly, let's do a martial arts corner. Yay! Okay. Quick questions from my co-host who could not be here, uh, Daniel Yin. He asks. Uh, don't know if it's true, but I heard there are three schools around Shaolin. Uh, is that true? Is there three schools of Shaolin? Oh, fuck. Well, I mean, I'd kind of ask what he means. Like, if I'm understanding, because like it's kind of weird. There's a like, northern I, style. Yeah, there's yeah. northern, there's southern, and then what? There's like internal, external, and there's family. Yeah, I don't there's Wudang style, yeah, there's but not, that's not well, Shaolin. No, yeah. Wudang's definitely not. That's Wudang is his own thing. Yeah. When he says three, I, it's it's more of like I'm not trying to dance around the question because maybe I don't know it, but. I think I would need some elaboration on what exactly it means three. Because, of course, there's northern style, which is the predominant, like long fist, and there's southern style. Uh, and then, of course, there's internal, external, right? Um, but I'm trying to think of what he means by the third style. Um, or a third school. I like, mean, the, there, okay, like, if I understand correctly, there's Fosan, right? Fosan is very famous for its mm -hmm. martial arts. There's also, like, Basically, from Shaolin, what I understand is like the Shaolin Temple was destroyed, and yep. there was the the yep. five the five that escaped, I believe. That there's the Yongchun, like the people who did Wing Chun, that uh, escaped. Yeah. Or the, and then there's mm. the um, pe there's Pai Mei, the Bak Mei. Yeah. <laughs> anyways, um, anyways, let's let's move on to the next. Well, question. I'll, I'll say real quick this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I don't want to sound disrespectful, or whatever. Is yeah. again, I, I think some people can like that. Why Edmund and I became friends? Like, look, I used to know all the shit like the back of my hand. Yeah. But as I got older. These things become so, gosh, I feel like so 2018 to say like tribal or like so like, I don't know, within their own clique. Like, like there's history of it. And I don't want to be like fake news, but like there's not this governing body necessarily outside of like China, right? Like you can like 
major in like wushu and like a Beijing university, right? Sure, sure. But I mean, like a lot of these kind of facts and stuff that we knew as a kid that I was spoon fed, right? From like yeah. my teachers, there's bias. Oh, sure. Yeah, I mean, you know, and, and, and again, not there's like... politics, too. Yeah, there's yeah. politics. So, so whenever I say this stuff, I just... I get nervous about giving the wrong information because ah, I felt okay. like I was spoon-fed a lot of thoughts of stuff that I thought was my own opinions until when you look into it, you're like, oh, that kind of like... it's There's truths there, but it's like half-truths. Okay. There's, you know, so the Shaolin thing, the reason I say it is because, look, where do you want to start? Do you want to talk about the traditional stuff that's there or do you want to talk about the Shaolin that actually exists now and then all that. So like I you could trained at the Shaolin school. And, no, I didn't. I didn't. Did, I did yeah. Shaolin. Uh, well, I mean, I've been there and I did some stuff, but I wouldn't say like I trained, you know what I mean? Like I don't claim to be like a, a descendant of the Shaolin temple. I did Wushu. Right. You did Wushu yeah. with, uh, with Jet Li's. Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Wu Bin. Um, yeah, yeah. So that was, I went to the Beijing Wushu team for a little bit. Uh, the first place I trained was the Songjiang Wushu Shou. So if you know like the water margin, like the outlaws of the marsh, oh, shit. yeah. Okay, okay. But I didn't train with them. They're, they've been dead for whatever, right? Like you but trained with their the ghosts. Well, there's a school there that was created in that area. I actually think it's not even in the because this was a long, long time ago, right? Yeah, yeah, it yeah. was like another life ago. Because I, I mean, honestly, I don't keep up with this. I used to. Yeah, but, yeah. But um, the school was built there, and part of it was like tourists, you know. But like they kept it there because supposedly it's like that region. Uh, of where that was happened. So I think I they told me it was like right where it was, but it might have been like 20 miles away or 30, you know, whatever the case is, right? Okay. But that's just what happened with China. There's a cultural revolution. So many things changed. <laughs> so many things. It's yeah. like you go to like the great, uh, you go to the Sphinx, right? Yeah. Or like, in or the, the pyramids, right? Yeah. But it's not necessarily like, well, the pyramids and stuff are where they're at, but you, you get what I'm saying. Like, so I think that's the tough part about a lot of these things about um, history of, well, we love Chinese martial arts is because so many people speak from authority and we accept it. Because oh, because he's a black belt. Oh, but but then when you really kind of peel the layers, like well, he's not like a he's not a historian. Yeah. He's not like unless he's got some secret scrolls, which he you know they don't like. Some but like now when I shout hear, out to uh, Pan, uh, Kung Fu Panda. Yeah, <laughs> but, but you do you know what I'm saying? Like yeah, it's yeah, like yeah. I that's why I just I err on the side of caution about talking about it now. Not because okay. I care about offending people, but, but yeah, yeah. It's just let's, like, let's move, I don't want to give disinformation. Let's move on to the next question. Uh, is there sparring in uh, the style that you study, the Northern style and the Shaolin? Yeah. We well, see, again, loaded question. There is. First off, there's, I don't want to like be conflicted. Like, is it but, like Sanda? But I just or? think, I'll be honest, Daniel, why are you asking me these questions? That's a weird question. Why wouldn't there be, right? There is. And I'm not defensive. I just mean. It's because he comes from a Choi Le Foot background. Uh -huh. and, and also, he, uh, just a little bit about Daniel, he... he Okay, he can back up his shit. He, I've seen him fight. I, I've sparred him a little bit. And, like, so he can back it up. But also, there's a lot of, like, um, there's some styles out there that say, oh, we don't spar because our, our style is too deadly. Or yeah, whatever. I don't believe any of that shit. Yeah, fuck I that don't. shit. Yeah. I mean, in our school, we did. But also, like, you know, we're in America. So we did, like, point fighting, you know. And we yeah. had, like, some Sanchao guys back in the day. But uh, that's maybe a time for another podcast. But, again... Okay. Someone who's transitioned to like actually like going to a boxing gym, training at an MMA gym, training at a real Muay Thai gym. And when I say real, I don't, I'm not saying there's good or bad. I mean like training at a gym where there's guys who are actually competing, who are fighting, who are fighting professionally. Professionally is, I think, pretty key. Yeah. Doesn't mean you don't know what you're doing, but there's just a different energy. It's like going to a gym that has a guy who's in the UFC or glory kickboxing or whatever. There's a different pace. And I'm so sorry to say this. Yeah. People want to believe like, oh, there's some guy training on a mountain and there's some real dude out there that is like, so that the only person that was ever that was Fedor and come at me, MMA nerds, but that was him. This notion that there's somebody out in the world that we haven't discovered who's training on the Wudang mountain. Well, no, I'm sorry. It doesn't exist. And if it does, well, why does it matter? Because we don't know that he exists or right. she or whatever. Yeah, yeah. So when people say the spar thing, to me, it's just like, that's just a, a weird question because like, to me, that is 
something that if you didn't do it, like, why should you have to ask that? <laughs> like, you know, shouldn't that just be assumed? Does that make sense? Do you know what I'm saying? I'm not saying like I'm mad at the question. I mean, more of like, we'll, it's we'll, like a waste of time. Uh, I guess we're trying to gauge, uh, yeah, are you one of, is it one of those styles where like, oh, they don't spar, they just do like drills really well. I think well. every style that's legit should spar. Okay. Is okay. what I'm trying, does that make sense? So that I'm makes not, sense. Yeah, I'm yeah. not defensive like, oh, are you calling me? No, because like our school did it, but I'll be honest, that school, like back then when I was training there as a kid, you think you're a badass because you're training, but like the toughest guy there was probably like some guy named Jim who was an engineer in his free time. Sure, it sure, It wasn't sure. a fighting gym. Uh, that, and that's what people don't understand. I see what you're saying. Is yeah. that they, they try to like talk in context of martial arts and fighting and these, like the, I always think it's funny, especially with Asian martial arts. Like they, yeah. They're like living in a Jonghu world. It <laughs> yeah. doesn't exist anymore. That didn't exist maybe back then even, right? And so when I say that, it's like, yeah, people spar in Shaolin, but when it's a case-by-case basis, like did my school, we did. But yeah, we weren't like the ass kickers that I thought we were. You in know? the Wushu, Wushu schools that you've trained in, in Beijing or Songjiang, uh, did you guys spar? Or? Yes and no, it was divided because like, that's another thing people don't understand about Wushu is as a sport, it was split up to, because to, like in Chinese, you know how like uh, the, the, I'll use this example, like uh, writing. Yeah. How they try to simplify it so that everybody could do it because, you know, daji daba, right? Yeah. Same thing with styles. Like, so much bullshit happened, I think, with Asian martial arts where, like, people claim this, claim that, because they're just trying to market it to something that's different. That's all yeah, it is. Yeah, yeah. I hate to, people don't want to hear it, and maybe I'm wrong, I don't know, but this is just how I feel. Yeah. Is that people want to pretend like there's this, these weird sense of codes of honor that they do exist, but they don't want to look at reality. They want to bury their head in the sand. Which, you know, that phrase isn't even true. Ostriches don't even do that. But what I mean by do they spar is like, yes, because Wushu is divided as Taolu and Sanda. Taolu is all forms. So when you compete in Taolu, you do that. You don't worry about sparring. Maybe they learn. I don't know. But I never really saw the Taolu people sparring. The people you saw sparring were the Sanda guys, the, like the Chinese kickboxing, right? And because they were sports specific. They were training to do it. And yeah, some of the Sanda guys could do Taolu. Some of the Taolu guys could maybe do that. But it's not even... I see what you're you saying. Yeah, yeah, it's such a broad wushu yeah. is such a broad category, and then there's people in within wushu who do specialize in science. And in, in America, yeah. also different. It's very different. But like people always wanted, like they want these definitive qualifying answers, and when you give them that, they don't want to believe it. Yeah. Like when yeah. I when I tell someone, like, okay, look, and this sounds terrible. Like there's some great wushu people out there who I, they know. I know. I'm not even the person who knows. Like tons of people know this. Never fucking probably fought a real fight in their life. And it doesn't take anything away from the martial arts. It really okay. doesn't. They know what they're doing. They know how to do stuff. But like, then you know, like you have those weird questions of like, would this wushu guy be able to beat Mike Tyson? Whatever. Like, oh god. Yeah, sorry, yeah, no, yeah, yeah, yeah. no. But it doesn't take any away the respect from what they can do. Yeah. You yeah. know, it's just two different things. It's like, would a ping pong player beat a tennis per- a tennis person in a match? Right. Like right. similar. But it's like, no. When Muhammad Ali beat Bruce Lee. You know, yeah. Like, like, yeah. Why yeah, are we yeah. having these? And, and I love Bruce Lee. I'm not going to throw my sins in there. Because I, I love Bruce Lee. I gotta, I, I'm going to bury my head in the sand there. But yeah. Uh, so anyway, I'm sorry. I know this sounds like I'm getting defensive or where I should just give you straight answers. But I think that's part of a fun opportunity that we have here. Is okay. that like just being able to – because that, that – like when we talked earlier, how we even met. That's why maybe I had reservations talking is because people don't want to hear it. Yeah. If you really want my opinion about yeah. it, this is what I'm giving to you. Yeah. Maybe you agree with it, maybe you don't. But maybe yeah, it opens up a dialogue, right? That's what's well. That's what we're here for. But when I um, when I'm at, I'm sorry, real quick. When yeah, I yeah, when yeah, I'm yeah. asked questions like, do they spar and challenge? Uh, the three school, that's legit. And I'm again, Daniel. I've never met you. I'm not calling you out. I'm sure I'm, we'd get along fine. But when they say do you spar and challenge, I'm just like, really? Like that's I'm not offended. I'm like, why? If you've been training so long, why do you care? Like. Why are you curious about it? Don't you already know? Like, you don't need to ask me. I'm not any authority. Like, if you were by a Shaolin monk, I'd be like, yeah, ask him. But, like, 
Ask me like, what was the hardest punch I ever took? It's just some shit like that. I, you know I, I, mean? I, I, you get what I'm reason, saying? I, for some reason, I thought that you trained at the Shaolin Temple. Nah. So, so I mean, that's I'm, that's I'm, why yeah. he's probably asking. Oh no, I, no, no. I said like, yeah, I think he trained at the Shaolin Temple, which was my misinformation. No, so, no, no, yeah, no, yeah, yeah, yeah. no. But and and to be fair too. Yeah. Again, maybe I'm missing it. I'm pretty sure that's how it is, like at Shaolin too, where it's like they have their form guys and they have their centers. Oh, it's part of their but training. They system. probably do a little bit more yeah, than because because yeah. you have to realize, like the guys who in, like who are on the top national teams in China doing wushu. Yeah, it's like it's such a difficult. It's okay, like um, it's like actors, right? Like some actors might act, some might do their own stunts. Okay, and some yeah. stunt guys might act. You do and, stunts too. Yeah, yeah but yeah. like, but if you if an actor didn't know how to do their stunts, you wouldn't be like, oh, you don't know how to make movies. Or if a stunt guy didn't know how to act, you know what I mean? Like, it's like right. that's the There's equation. A specialization. Yeah, I'm just yeah, like, yeah, you know. yeah. Okay, um, we got it's we're coming close to two hours now, so I'm gonna go ahead and skip ahead. We're gonna go to language corner. Um, okay. And I'm gonna yay language corner. Whee! This language corner is where we uh, share. Uh, of language that we're learning or something from our own personal culture that we a uh, phrase that we've learned uh today i was practicing some japanese and um yeah and and the phrase that i was learning today uh was called hanmen kyoshi hanmen kyoshi uh in chinese the chinese the kanji characters uh if i were to say it in chinese pronunciation is fan mian uh jiao shi so basically uh literally reverse teacher Okay. And the way that my, my, my Japanese friend explained it, she said that it's basically learning from bad teachers. So an example could be that maybe maybe there's some aspects of, okay, for instance, maybe a family member or like uh, real talk, like my dad and I, we, we were getting along a lot better than That's before. Good. Yeah, yeah. But there are some things about my father and he'll be the first one to say that, you know what? I got to learn from his mistakes. Mm. He made some major mistakes um, in his life, and he admits it. Mm. And um, so that's an example of a Hanmian Kyoshi is is a, a reverse teacher. He taught me what not to do. You know, mm-hmm. like, and it's that's something. Going back to Jack Ma, is like you got to learn from your failures uh, uh, because there's so many different paths to success. You know, there's no single path to success, but. It seems that a, a lot of the mistakes are similar mistakes, not you know falling in with the wrong crowd, not spending money prudently. Like the mistakes all follow fairly similar principles. So, Unless you want to be yeah. a criminal, then I feel like the that's re- the, the reverse T-shirt, right? Reverse Don't learn from the good people. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's my language corner today. Um, yeah, did you have a phrase that you you were thinking like a maybe something in Mandarin that you've you you've thought of before that you liked from you like your mom might have taught you or something? Oh like that. man, you know, um, there's a lot. I can't say honestly lately, right? But like, I will say one of the if it does that be in Chinese or it can be anything or just another language or it could okay. be like slang English or something from Dallas. That well, no, we'll start with Chinese. Yeah, um, yeah. One, well, actually, shit. I should ask my cousin because it was a really good. One. It was, but it was kind of like learning from failures, you know. Oh, cool. But I, I can't remember it off the top of my head. But one of the ones that I, I definitely love, and there's a story to it that I'll tell some other time, is <laughs> which is know your audience, right? And I think the older I get, the more I realize, like, definitely. Play to your audience, play to your strengths, right? Because I think for a lot of us, especially being ages, I think something that's not talked about is that this idea of perfection is always put on us, whether it's internal, whether it's from our upbringings, whatever, right? And kind of like what you said, like learn from the bad, right? Yeah. I think what really sucks for Asians is we always feel like we know in our hearts failure is good because we learn from mistakes, but we always feel like we have to be perfect. We can't fail. Like, like even as actors, right? Like, 
this is the one business where like right like rejection is par with the course you have to take it you have to take it but yet i think we might internalize it more than others like whether it's the race issue whether it's you know our looks or age or whatever intangible we can't really control like if you didn't get the role it's like something i did that was wrong there's something with your self-worth that is yeah takes a hit and and it is universal like all actors performers will have that but i I do feel like a lot of my non-asian friends take it a little less like they're able in a good way they're able to compartmentalize like yo i wasn't tall enough for this role whoa i was too tall for this role oh i was you know whatever right something you can't control yeah yeah yeah. and so you know Ching, and again i'm kind of yeah, I always fuck it up, but like, but I'm, I'm kind of, uh, uh, what do you call it, interpreting in a weird way, but as far as playing to your audience, as I get older now, and I find myself like, what, as a man of Asian descent, as just a man, right, in general, in this crazy world, like, I'm trying to play more to the people, not that think like me, necessarily, because I don't believe in that, I don't believe, like, just stick to your small bubble of, you know, because that doesn't help you. That doesn't help, yeah, but I think play to the idea that, like, look, when you meet someone, like, play to what you guys are can get along with play to the things that you guys can enjoy together versus like always going like the path of most resistance you know what i'm saying because <laughs> especially in this day and age right like yeah. and and why i think that's important too is like so i was watching this video of someone today about this kid right who got pushed down it was pretty it was pretty bad to watch right when what happened was this guy uh this kid and this guy were getting an argument and the video got cut that the internet saw that went viral it was like this a uh, man this grown man Kind of choking a kid and slamming him to the ground, and the oh, kid's crying, right? Gosh. Well, someone posted a reaction video saying, No one saw what happened before. And I'm not saying it's justified, but the kid has some problems. He got up in that guy's face, was punching him, was cursing him out. And apparently, the story goes that he was throwing rocks or something at some people's cars, and that guy called him out, like, Hey, stop doing that. And then he's going to call his mom. And then that poor kid, right? He definitely had, like, he's got some severe problems. Yeah. I'm not making fun of him, right? Yeah. I won't lie to you. My gut reaction sometimes to these things because we see so much fucked up shit on the internet. A lot of people too were saying like, oh yeah, see he got what he's like this. Like we blame the old guy for doing it but in reality this kid was out of control and blah, blah, blah. It's like, you know, like they're trying to justify why the kid got pushed down. Right. And to be fair, if I was in that situation, if you were in that situation, I don't know how I would have reacted. I don't know the whole story. Yeah. I, I would I would like story. to say that I would have taken the high road and whatever because my gut reaction for I think a lot of people was like, oh yeah, the kid got what he deserved, right? But then my other gut reaction was like, man, I just saw... A I saw the sum of problems that wasn't just what we saw. That kid maybe has a bad home life, you know. Mm-hmm. Maybe his, and wh- whatever it is, maybe he has a great home. I don't know, but that kid has issues. And while I understand him getting pushed down, all that bad stuff happening to him was like what everybody knee jerks like. Oh, okay, you know, he had what's come to him. I felt like I was like, damn, like I just felt bad for that kid. Like I yeah. wish I could talk to him because you know he's not. He's not a bad kid. So how does this relate to doing all the attention? So attention. Yeah, yeah. so no, I'm back. sorry. So yeah, yeah, yeah. bringing it back. It's yeah. the fact that like I think a lot of times it's very easy to then play to your audience like, oh yeah, he deserved that, right? Okay. Or oh yeah, like the people who don't agree with that, like oh yeah, he, you know, we need to talk to him. But I think nyo doi tanching and or doi nyo tanching is that finding that middle ground to be like, okay, I can talk to both sides of it, mm. so it doesn't become an argument where I can say, like, hey, you know what, I agree with these parts of it, and but let me tell you why. The other half of it, maybe we could meet on a middle ground. It's a discussion. Yeah, yeah and then the and, other uh, side. And the investigation, maybe. Yeah. yeah. So that it's not just like you're right, you're wrong, you're whatever. Because really, like, let's be real. Some poor kid out there went out and he's wilding out and some guy pushed him down. What does that teach him? Now, the guy who's getting beaten up, the older man, he didn't deserve any of that either. Yeah. You know? And but and again, I'm not saying one's good or bad. Like, violence just saw that kid more violence. 
Mm-hmm. But again, like I said, I don't know how I would have dealt in that situation. But you know, uh, yeah, but like play to your audience there, like you know, like yeah. And then doing no tanching, I mean, the the I mean, it literally means uh, uh, playing piano for a cow. Yep, right? yep, yep. So basically, the cow is like, uh, what's going on? <laughs> like, yeah, like I don't. Under- it's like wasted effort for a cow. It's kind of like this cow is like, uh, wait, I don't care if it's Bach or whatever. Like, what are you doing? You know? Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> And, and and this guy's like, oh, I'm playing like Rachmaninoff or some shit. Like, it's like some beautiful, and the cow's just like eating the grass. Like, okay. Mm. Uh, but then, you know, side, sidebar, but I think in, in uh, what, Kobe Beef or like Kobe, I think yeah. they play like music or classical yeah. music. Like, yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, and, and to be fair, look, I definitely stretched. I, I wasn't, I'm not trying to be like some pretentious fop and trying to sound more intelligent about that, but it's true. I, I do believe the Neil Deutsching. And the only reason I relate to that issue, right, was because. It was very polarizing. Yeah, yeah. You yeah. know, because like I see both sides of the equation and why both people would say what they say, yeah. and no one's right or wrong, guys. I mean, we can all agree that you shouldn't be putting hands on a, a kid, right? Yeah, like a like a freaking kid. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, and, yeah. And, and when I say he was a kid, he was probably in middle school. Yeah, which is he's still a kid. Like you're 20, you're still a kid, right? But I just think what it was was like it was such a knee jerk reaction where I think any of us seeing this like out of context, you would automatically go to one extreme or the other right right but in yeah. reality it's like you you weren't and then so you know what the story is what's yeah. the story yeah and so the playing to the audience like you would either play to that side or the outside but really honestly i think there's a middle ground where you play to that audience oh interesting you know what okay. i'm saying yeah. that, that's what i'm really like to say, that you know? interpretation yeah 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 um so last last uh okay before we sign off uh i had one thing i wrote down was advice what advice would you give to Let's say how much time do we have left? Like just we, very, very, lot, quick, yeah, like, very quickly. Just um, what advice would you give to a younger version of yourself today? I guess you know, or like a, a, a Asian American actor trying to make it right now, coming to LA yeah. straight out of college. Yeah, the carbs, man. No, um, gosh, wow, that's good. You know what? I would really tell him, just don't worry so much about what other people think. I know that's so cliche. But also, and this, and I mean, a lot of platitudes I'm throwing out here, but like, I realized I worried so much about things that didn't happen. And what was mm. the point of worrying about it? Relax. Mm. You know, um, don't worry so much. And my dad tells me this all the time. And it's only hitting me now that I'm getting older. Mm. And I used to think it was just like, hey, just whatever advice, like not thought out, right? Yeah. Just, yeah like yeah, like yeah. you would just say to someone, you know? It's a platitude. Yeah. But yeah, I definitely yeah. say one, relax, uh, breathe, two, um, be okay with change and realize that like I got so concerned for a long time about time, whether it was your age, whether it was your uh, the right timing for something or not. But like, dude, just realize that in this business and just in life in general, I would say like it's not all one shot because I think growing up, and this is a very romanticized idea of like you know trying to make it as you think yeah. like you know it's like the Eminem's like you got only got one shot now it's time to chance yeah that's really yeah. damaging actually like, but in reality yeah. I was always throwing up spaghetti you know like always like a mom's gonna be like I think the reality too is that <laughs> and as Asian Americans and I even heard it from my family right yeah. there's if I if I really showed and we all have these stories right and I'm not trying to inflate myself or anything but like I've had a lot of these times where it was like oh your golden opportunity your moment and when things just didn't work out even because like at the time you think oh, I fucked it up. I fucked it up. You didn't. It's just that it wasn't right there. I had a mentor who um, he, he passed away recently. I had two mentors, uh, and I, I'm going to name them because they deserve naming. Stephen Gerald, college mentor. Great guy. Um, and then one, unfortunately, and, and I, I think this is important to say, she, was, uh, she, she is still a pioneer of Asian Americans in uh, 
in film, Elizabeth Sung. Yeah. She was a mentor of mine as well. They both were people who, because, you know, they were obviously older than I am, been there, done that, but they both always would just like, they could look at you with that wisdom and say like, hey, you know, like, it's not over. You look at things as like, it's either now or never. And yeah. I think that's a that's the arrogance of youth, right? Yes. And I really wish I could tell myself so many times when things didn't work out, instead of like falling into like a depression thing, like I, I blew it, I blew yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. Take the time to mourn it, but get up, keep doing what you're doing, keep putting in that grind. Yeah. So I think what's tough for a lot of us is, is Asian Americans when we don't get it that first time because we're so used to like, a, I do A, do B, then I get C, then I get D. This is one track mile. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. This things planned out. When yeah, yeah. A goes to, sometimes it's great. When A goes to D, like, oh, I can't believe that happened. What? But then when you get to D, and you're like, all right, I'm just going to keep going. Then you go back to B, then you go back to C, then you come back to F or whatever. I think other cultures deal with it a lot better than we do. Oh, but interesting. we're always so taught to like, you can't fuck it up. And, and another to your point, like what yeah. your dad was saying, learn from his mistakes. Yeah, yeah. I don't know if you felt this way, but like growing up, my mom and my, my dad were always, well, not so much my dad, but my mom was very much like, you know, mienzu, right? Like you can't fuck up. You yeah, can't, yeah, don't let them see you fuck up, right? Yeah, yeah. And as I get older, my mom was always like telling me like, it's okay. Like if you never try, you'll never learn. But it's conflicting wow. because when you're younger, they're like, don't, don't do this. You'll fuck up here. You're, you're yeah, like, don't yeah, fuck yeah, it up. Yeah. And again, shout out because Elizabeth Song was just in a great movie called For Izzy. Okay. If you can see it, just play the LA Asian Film Festival here in LA. If you can find it, please see it. I don't want to do any spoilers, but it definitely talks a lot about uh, addiction, mental mm. health, and really like kind of the diaspora between films. It's an Asian story, but it, it it's not, if that makes sense, right? Like, I don't want to speak for the film because I'm not, you know, in any way associated with it, but like, it has great storytelling in that this could be for any family. Great, right? great. But that's why I think it's important to see because it does have Asian things. But again, I'm not trying to speak for it, but there's a part in the movie that, it, man, I get goosebumps saying it, and I don't remember the exact words. I've only seen it once. But the character that she says, and it, it really broke down to where the mom's talking to the daughter and saying to her, you know, it's not that I don't want you to screw up because, you know, I don't love you or like, because obviously they love you, right? Yeah, like, yeah, it's yeah. It's because I didn't, you messing up makes me realize my mistakes. Mm. And, you know, it's like, you know, like you know, when your parents say like, you know, uh, Again, I don't want to butcher this because there's great directors, uh, actors, and writers who, you know, I, I'm not, I can't speak for them, right? But it was a very real moment that at least spoke to me in the sense of we always think that if we mess up for our parents, like, you know, like learn from our mistakes. If we do the same mistakes they do, we're double shamed. Yeah. Because, like, we learn nothing from their struggle, right? Yeah, yeah, Like, yeah. it was for nothing. Like, bai zuo or bai ci, you know, like, it was, like, done for nothing, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And what I really loved about that is it took that deep emotion. Like, you know, because sometimes our Asian parents can't tell us what they really feel, right? Like, I love you. Yeah. But the reality of it was, it was like, when you screw up, it's not that we think you're a failure, but we're a failure. Because Fuck, that's, you, that's some yeah, shit, right? you didn't learn from, and, and, it, and, and that hurt, because it's like, so many people are being affected by that, right? Like the pain. And so why I say all that shit is like, if I could tell younger Tiger that, I would, I would say that. I would be like, look, man, like a failure on you isn't like, because like, I don't know if you ever, do you ever feel that was like, when I would not get like maybe an audition, I feel like I failed myself, my family. Yeah. Like I've dishonored the Shaolin Temple. Like, right, you know, right, like it was right. everything. My mom's you know? wasted so much money yeah, and time yeah, yeah. on me. Oh my gosh. Yeah. I mean, and something my father said that was quite touching recently was like, he said, James, you know, you, uh, you remind me a lot of myself, you know, mm. kind of playing into like, so, and so he's kind of like saying what you like. That like when you feel I, I feel like I feel, because he's like he sees a lot of himself in me you know and I th I think dude that's that's some that's some touching shit because basically you know what at the end of the day we have to make our own mistakes yeah. we have to make and we have to but 
what with that we honor our, our you know our family our ancestors but the Shaolin Temple the Shaolin yeah. Temple but at the same time we have to uh, I think I have to understand that this is part of the process I'm making my own mistakes yeah. and I'm lear- you know and, and no one's perfect you know and, this and idea of perfection is is very can be very damaging. Yeah. Oh, and you know yeah. what I think is also crazy too, like just tying it in not only with martial arts but with even our uh, our families, right? Yeah. Like I don't know exactly your parents' backgrounds, but yeah, a lot yeah. of us who made it to America, like we didn't make it, right? We were born here, but yeah. our parents made it. They were like probably most of them like trailblazers in the sense of like everybody's like, dude, don't do that shit. You're taking a giant risk. You know what I'm saying? Does that make sense? That makes sense. Like they yeah. were a lot of times like the black sheeps of their family because maybe they, and, and apart from maybe they're running for like better lives, right? But like I know, you know, you look at some of my family that's overseas still, right? Yeah. Like, they have great lives there. Sure. And But to be the one who's like, look, I'm going to take everything that I know and yeah. come over here. And like, so when I think about stuff like that, like, dude, those are those those risks, those failures that they had. Yeah. That they try to keep us from. But in reality, the only reason they were able to, to tell us that is because they did it. Yeah. You yeah, know, yeah, and it's yeah. unhealthy. And so I would say one quick thing too about martial arts, right? It's like anybody who's ever fought or competed or whatever – we all want this idea of like we're always winning. Or like I remember when I boxed, man, when I lost, it sucked. You don't want to lose. You don't want to lose. But it taught me more like, yo, like I did this shit. Like, yeah. And I would never know what it felt like on the other side, even if you lose. Yeah. Then without, you know, and like I'll be honest, like I look at the times when I was younger and I won things. Like, yeah, it, you won, but it didn't really teach me anything other than like, okay, your hard work paid off. That's how it's supposed to go. But when you lost, it was like what it taught me was like, dude, it wasn't the end of the world. Right. Like right. I had, you know, and, and so I think that applies to martial arts. And you look at how martial arts were created. How like Mizong Wohan, right? Yeah. Uh, if again by the history of it, again, I'm not a historian, but the guy who created it was like a combination of like a mantis style, northern style, and whatever. And at that time, I'm sure people were like, "What's wrong with you, bro? Like you can't do that, you know?" Or like Wing Chun, right? Right. Wing Chun was created by a, a female, a female right. monk, right? Yeah. And it was because she was getting what like beaten up by other like stronger the other people. Shallons. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I'm sure everybody was like, "Oh, you are, you know, how dare you?" Like, and guess what? She created something that left a legacy you know right you can't connect like steve jobs are yeah you can't connect the dots now yeah you can't connect the dots uh going forward but you can go connect them going back and who knows there's some like young young buck now who's doing some crazy shit is i i can't wait till i'll be like wait you're doing some crazy shit i i I don't know you know you put you i and then i realize wait he's solving he or she is solving the problems for his generation, you know? Yeah, yeah. And and basically the way that we, the failures and the, the ways, the solutions that we're going to make, and we're, you cannot solve the solutions of today with, on, with, on, with only the ideas of the past. They can help, the ideas of the past can help inform it, but at the end of the day, to make something fucking great and new, you have to come at it with a new perspective and something that fucking like, Try to explain Facebook to like to to my dad fifteen years ago. He would be like, "What yeah, the fuck? Yeah, you, you straight know, up, like, straight he'd up. be like, "What the fuck are you talking about?" <laughs> yeah. Anyways, um, any last thoughts? Are we we good? Or yeah. Uh, okay. If I can go back in history and tell Tiger one last thing, I'd be like, "Yo, bro, like you need to party a lot more. You need to do some crazy shit." And you need shit. to buy some uh, Facebook stock, or <laughs> yeah. Oh, well, yeah, okay, yeah, man. I see. That's my mind. I'm not even thinking that deep because I will say this. You I don't probably, know. I don't yeah. know when you started doing all this stuff with acting. Yeah, not, yeah, but yeah, yeah, yeah. I was young and I was really working at my career. Hard. and that, I, that's fine yeah more or less I feel like oh, I had some good early success but I will say again like why I would tell them to start worries because man as an adult now I just realized like the grind never fucking ends you think you've maybe created some sort of like reputation or I don't know goodwill or like not or entitlement to like hey like I've paid my dues right 
Yeah. But, and I should be able to relax now. Yeah, like. yeah. And I would just tell myself like that. I would really tell myself and to people out there too, it's like, while that is true, you do earn things. Yeah. Same time, like, hey, don't worry that like you have to keep trying. You have to keep proving because I will say one last really good thing is that one of my greatest teachers that I had, Guy Mesger. UFC oh, yeah. Guy Mesger. Badass certified badass. Could never look him in the eye because he's so alpha, right? Uh I don't know if he says this to everybody, but I remember the first time I trained, it was thanks to my sister. She was training with him. Wow. I I, I'd been doing Muay Thai in college, and I went and trained at his gym, and man, it just kicked my fucking ass, man. Like, And it, and he comes from that old, like, lion's den, like, you know? And we were working out, and, and he doesn't, he's just such a good man. Like, he's a very good role model, but he's a very, like, you give it 100%. He doesn't cut you a lot of slack, but not in a bad way. Not in, like, a, you know, but, like, to prove to you, not to him. That you can do this. Uh, and I remember when I met him, I after class, I was like, hey, thank you, uh, Master Mesger. I didn't know what to call him, right? Yeah. And he's like, don't call me Master. And I was like, well, like, he like, kind of yelled at me. Like, that's just that's just how he is. He wasn't yelling, but that's just how he is, right? And I was like, oh, I'm sorry. Like, do I call you Sensei? He's like, no. And people do call him Sensei Mesger. People do call him, like, these things. Because his background is Kung Fu, I think. No, 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 no. Very much. Taekwondo, I think. Taekwondo, Taekwondo okay. like traditional stuff, right? Yeah, yeah. But what struck me was I just thought he was saying that because I had said the wrong thing, right? Like, oh, I should call him Oh, interesting. Order. Okay, well, in I reality, see what, you're what he yeah. told me, he's like, and again, this was years ago, and I don't want to talk for him because he can kick my ass even to this day. <laughs> like, he goes, Don't call me master, not because that's not my title. It's because I'm teaching you to be a master of yourself, and it does you no good, and it does me no good to just put something in place that, get, like, elevates me beyond something that, like, if you didn't know that I was already, like, you know, right? Like, if you didn't already know that he was the shit, right? Like, better than you or whatever. UFC, uh, then yeah. using the words master is just a formality, right? And he's like, I understand the respect of it. And again, I don't want to speak for him because, like, I, I, there are people who do call him master master. But what the interaction between me and him. And he goes, the reason why is because, like, when the shit goes down, it doesn't matter that you train with me or you train with XYZ, whoever, master, grandmaster. It's like, it's you. It's your life. And I'm teaching you to be a master of yourself. Right, right. And that right. shit just clicked with me. What's up, bud? Yeah. What's going? On? And like, uh, so it's, and he Mesger didn't say that. <laughs> it was like some <laughs> long, but like, so when he told me, he's like, I want you to be a master of yourself. Uh, and he goes, and the reason why is because every day you come in here and you earn respect from me by what you do, and uh, in turn, I earn respect from you because I can't just sit on my heels and pretend that like because I was this back then, I was that back then. Yeah. They yeah. still give me these like I'm earning respect every day just like you are. Uh, so, and, and, you know, and clearly, right? Like he's like, you can call me coach. You can call me, sir. You can, you know, you can call me instructor, but like, don't, you know, like, and, and I realized that it was a mind blowing thing because we do a lot of these codes and these ways of dealing with people. where like, we give this false thing that do we, I mean, look, I a hundred percent believe he's a master, right? Whether he says so or not, like he's, you know, he's legit. But what I mean is that like, James, if I walked up to you and, and I said to you like, oh, like master James or whatever. And. And the proof wasn't – I'm not saying it isn't, but you get what I mean? Like It would be weird. Yeah, like, yeah. or if you call me master based on what you think of me. But like let's say I wasn't doing to that extent. What's the fucking point? Yeah. Let's be real about things. Let's like – so the struggle tying back into is it's always happening. Like like guy, that's why I respect him so much is he could. He easily could just be like I have nothing else to prove to anybody, you know? Yeah. But he continues to not just for others, not for the fame or whatever, but because – he knows that's how he's going to improve himself. Great, and if great. a guy like that can do that still, who's like, I could spend two, three, four, five lifetimes trying to achieve that, and I wouldn't. Yeah. Like what he's done in like five years, ten yeah, years. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. That he's going after still, then like, dude, I can do that too. Mm. You can do that. Does, does that make all sense? Like, that makes sense. Yeah. It's kind of, it's like, 
it's for the people. The people can do it. You can do yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. I can do it. It's it's like oh, it's not only masters, yeah. whatever that term means, can do it. And I would but, tell yeah. Young Tiger that like stop trying to be a master today. Like be a master of your life, uh, not a master of this month, not a master of two three years. You got to keep fucking earning it. You right. Know? So. Yeah. All right. Well, that's that's our podcast. I think I think we have a record. This is our longest po- podcast yet. Um, is that good or should I be embarrassed? Uh, no, like, I mean you're number so one at this. So let, I mean at, at the longest podcast. So all right, um, that's it for today. This is gonna. Thank you so much, Tiger. Yeah, thank, thank you. you thank buddy. you. Thank yeah, you. yeah. Uh, that was great. But I'm gonna um, do one of these to you. Right okay. Here. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so he just did a Shaolin salute to me. So and uh, anyways. Uh, we do a sign off at the end. This is going to be Young, aka James, signing off. And if you want to sign off. Oh, uh, and this is Tiger, man. And then, uh, till next time. Thank you. <laughs>